All right, you guys, how is it going? I got a special guest with me, Spencer. How you doing, man? Can you hear me? Is everything good? Yeah, I can is everything hear you. working? The audio, the audio is not boomered anymore. We're good. Dude, I was like, like 30 minutes trying to figure out why the hell my audio settings were all fucked up. And it was, well, there we go. I'm not going to get monetized now because it said the F word like five, like before five minutes or whatever. But anyways, yeah, I was trying to figure out how this thing yeah. worked. And I'm like, why can't I figure it out? Like everything's broken and falling apart. Rah. But uh, I just had to restart everything and it worked. But technology, am I right? Uh, so yeah, man, we got a lot to go over. But before we do, I want to let everybody know that we are live on Rumble. Shout out to the Rumble only uh, viewers. Uh, I don't know why you guys aren't subscribed. Hold on one second. I got to make sure that I'm uh, viewing the right thing here. Um. Oh no, I'm viewing the wrong show. Yeah, we're. This is episode sixty nine. Hello, everybody. Oh shit, there's people already in the chat. Uh, let me see. What do we got here? Oh my god, look at all these people. Uh, woo. Let's get started. AC, what's up? Grigas, that's right. Grigas are in the chat. Mark Wes, howdy. Um, roast me if you want to, but I got to admit, Audrey seems to have been kind of cute girl. Not in this exact, but in others. Uh, I haven't seen pictures of Audrey Hale. I disavow the simping, Mark Wes. Uh, we don't simp here at the Watch Frogs. AC Geo is probably late because Nate needs his makeup artist to finish. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I can't watch if there's no. Uh, All right, let's see. Nyan Tree. Gay. It's very rude. Mike Floyd, howdy. Uh, low, low time preference frogs. Jesus. Oh, dude, I'm getting roasted for being fucking late. Uh, oh, man. Oh, dude, we got N po people posting ends. F is for fun. Hi, hi, cheese. How's it going, man? Uh, we were born as the as the waiting frogs, but now okay. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> Spencer, are you gonna roast me for being fucking late and fucking everything up? I mean, since you're already demonetized, I guess I'm gonna have to steal the Rakita line of late and gay. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we're gonna be um, it's gonna be limited ads, so it's gonna be like one ad for like the entire show. Uh, we're probably not gonna go too long. Um, shit, dude. Let's just get into this election. Uh, before I do. Where's, where's my cursor at? Jesus. Man, I'm, I'm boomering it up so hard. All right, there it is. Now I got to follow it down like an old man. So I posted earlier today. Let me see. Where's my where's my pedal at? Jesus. I posted earlier today my predictions of how, um, you know, the day was going to go. And I, I didn't foresee it to be super great. I'm going to read this really quickly. So long story short, hold on, get the hell off my screen. All right, long story short, I wrote, uh, tonight is going to be a fun stream as usual, and I'll be going over this, uh, the off-season elections, some of which will be massive predictions. Louisiana and Mississippi will go full-blown MAGA, and they did. In Kentucky, it is an honest-to-God 50-50 split as to whether or not Brother Cameron, Daniel Cameron, essentially the, the black MAGA dude, uh, will prevail and defeat woke moron Bashir. Bashir's popularity, in my estimation, is overstated. People failing to realize he won by less than 1%, uh, defeating conservative Bevin's last election. Last gubernatorial election in Kentucky, of course. In Virginia, I regret to report the Democrats will prevail. The Dems need a win against Youngkin. Even Dork Biden is campaigning for them, and that is true. He was, he's was he been in Virginia for, uh, I think he was there today and like a day or two ago as well. Uh, Trump is sitting, uh, sitting it out and doesn't appear interested in the race in Virginia because Youngkin and his lieutenant governor shit-talked him for no reason, which is true. MAGA will gain ground in a lot of places, will get crushed in Virginia, and will lose big with those two ballot initiatives in Ohio. The narrative going forward by the end of the night and the following week by the regime is that MAGA is finished. Women turned on it because abortion and that Trump failed because Virginia went dark blue, neglecting all the victories everywhere else. Even worse, if Bashir loses. Well, Bashir unfortunately won. Again, it, he was favored to win. 
that's very it's really unfortunate that that's how it played out but uh you know what are you gonna do what are you gonna do um so also what the fuck is up with that nashville manifesto we're, we're gonna talk about it do you have any thoughts on it spencer or no yeah, uh, I'm just gonna say, uh, people with mental health like that seek treatment. Just, just saying. Yeah, no shit. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what, what? We can't get into it yet, and I don't even know if I can show images of the actual documents that were Probably quote unquote leaked. They got Crowder got banned for that. Yeah, I mean, the the, the rumor uh, on the internet right now is that Stephen Crowder is gonna go to jail for publishing those documents, and he's being shamed right now for basically breaking that story. Like it's it's going pretty viral, um. But yeah, where's this jail stuff? It's on Twitter. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I, uh, I mean, they're they're opening up investigations. I even think that uh, the Biden regime, the White House, uh, the permanent government has already weighed in. So, uh, yeah. I mean, if they really wanted to go after Crowder, I mean, you know how the old adage goes: you point at the man, I'll point out the crime, or something to that effect. And uh, yeah, it's not looking good for Crowder. It's not looking good for him at all. Uh, if anyone needed makeup and to get ready, it's me. I'm not ready at all. Uh, let me see. How are we, how are we doing over there on Rumble? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, say hi to me on Rumble, you guys. Yeah, so we're live all over the internet. We're on YouTube, Trovo D Live, Twitter, YouTube. Did I say YouTube already? Uh, Twitch.tv. And of course, for the audio only listeners, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else where podcasts exist. And of course, we're on Rumble. Uh, we're going to diagnose. We're going to look at uh, some of these. Um, some of these results here. Yeah, so the Mississippi governor election, uh, the MAGA dude, Tate Reeves, absolutely fucking crushed it. Uh, the election, uh, the primaries looked a lot more red. There was a lot more enthusiasm going in there. And, um, <laughs> but uh, no, this is good. I mean, uh, yeah, Brandon Presley just got absolutely just fucking ass blasted here. Uh, Tate Reeves, the Trump endorsed candidate, did absolutely well. Um, yeah, just all, all kinds of victories all throughout Mississippi. Yeah, we got the the Secretary of State, we got the Attorney General, and we got the Lieutenant Governor. Uh, unfortunately, it is not the same story in Kentucky. Regrettably, Andy Bashir prevailed. It was a very tough race. Daniel Cameron ended up wiping out a massive lead, a double-digit lead, and um, he didn't make it. But what's kind of curious is all over the state, uh, Republicans won. Michael Adams, uh, he won the Secretary of State. <laughs> uh, Russell Coleman, he won the Attorney General's. Uh, they they won these seats convincingly. So I'm not really sure what's going on here with the. Uh, look at this map, dude. Look at this map, just all over. Republicans are just fucking crushing it. Let's, let's see. Let's, look look at this. Look at this. Look at this. How? Why? <laughs> uh, help it make sense. Uh, Spencer, <laughs> what is going on here? Oh, uh, goodness. Attorney General, look at this dude. It's almost the same story. This dude, yeah. Kentucky's blood red. It is MAGA red. I and then we look at the governor. Up, man. You know? Look, there, there's some... Uh, what does this mean? What, what could this possibly mean? Uh, this means that Mitch McConnell, he resides in Kentucky. He's going to be replaced by a Democrat. Instead of a Republican. That's what this was about. Wait, has it been two years already? Is it election night? Yeah, it's election night, dude. It's a, it's an off-season election. So right now, the DeSantis bros are celebrating because uh, Daniel Cameron, the brother man, was defeated, which is very unfortunate. Um, 
I, I honestly like it's not entirely Trump's fault, but it's kind of Trump's fault. President Trump needed to be in Kentucky for like two weeks and he needed to stump for Cameron. And unfortunately, that wasn't the case because the regime is punishing uh, President Trump and uh, dragging him in, in and out of court, unable to campaign for his uh, friends like Daniel Cameron, who was a great ally to uh, President Trump. Uh, so that's what we're seeing here. And we're going to go over the election results really quick, too. Uh, so, yeah, really unfortunate for Kentucky. But on the on the, on the the plus side, MAGA won all over the state. And, I mean, again, th this map is blood red. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. And Andy Bashir just can't just willy-nilly be a tyrant because there's going to be uh, people below him, other members of the public or other servants of the public who will stop him from engaging in the draconian policies that we all saw throughout 2020, the, the COVID lockdowns to that, you know, things of that, of, of that nature. Uh, what else do we got here? Well, uh, really quick, Spencer, you, you had some elections on uh, going on today, man. Any, anything interesting in Arizona? Yeah. I mean, uh, just that Phoenix decided to lump in public safety with their whole visions, uh, zero policies, basically complete streets. So they talk about lane diets, forcing you into alternate modes of transportation. So, and that, and that one I'm looking at it right here on my computer. That one actually looks to be passing right now, which is kind of sad. I mean, I guess they have to do the carrot on the stick for, Hey, do you want fire stations and police stations? Cool. You have to do this. And it's just ridiculous in my opinion. So I, I feel sorry for the taxpayers because this is this, these measures are going to increase people's property tax. Yeah. And I believe which insurance is going to increase rent. It's going to increase everything. It's just, it's stupid. Yeah. In my opinion. Man, I really pissed people off being fucking like thirty minutes late, dude. No, I'm really oh, sorry, shit. guys. Yeah, I, I'm I'm boosting your uh, I'm boosting your audio. Hopefully, oh, it sounds on, clear, can, guys. Uh, feel free to complain if he's not loud enough. Here, um, let me turn it up. Is that better? Yeah, you, you sound pretty good. You speak okay. really quick. Yeah, no, I, I got you all check. the way up. I got you all the way up. Yeah, yeah. So I was getting bitched at on Discord for my mic being too loud on a, on one of my servers that I'm on. So I turned it down on my Roadcaster. So that's that's probably why I'm sounding low. So, um, well, so you sound fine. Guys, you sound fine. Is it, is it better now? No, I, I don't know where these guys are posting. What, what it's uh, better, but posting. he should raise it up more. Uh, he said it's better, but you should raise it up more. Um, okay, yeah, I'm I, halfway up here. I got, I got you turned up, dude. I got you turned up. All right. So we got to move on really quick. And by the way, I'm not going to belabor too much. He's like uh 50% of your volume, Giovanni. Uh, dude, that's not what it shows on my, uh, on my mixer here. Maybe I got to turn myself down. There we go. There we go. Yeah. I know what you guys mean. All right. So with that being said, I don't want to stay on this topic too long, uh, because the elections are pretty much the off season elections are pretty much over. Um, I'm just going to tell you guys what they mean. That's basically it. Uh, what else do we got here? Virginia elections. This one's actually kind of a big deal. Uh, DeSantis bros are coping. But they're going to try to, again, uh, engage in mental gymnastics and pretend that this is a major loss for President Trump. Glenn Youngkin and his lieutenant governor don't want anything to do with President Trump. It's pretty clear that Glenn Youngkin doesn't like Trump. The lieutenant governor clearly doesn't like Trump, even though they're both Republicans and they were both initially endorsed and supported by President Trump. As a result, President Trump had no interest in the Virginia elections. He said, fuck it. I don't want anything to do with you people. And everybody who wants to pretend all these conservatives are better than President Trump. Well, is that the case? No. They lost the state house 
and they lost uh no, they lost the Senate, the state Senate, and they lost uh, the state house. It went back to Democrats. Uh this is their fault. Uh President Trump is a turnout machine. President Trump is one of the most popular pres uh popular politicians in the country. And where he's not welcomed, they lost resoundly. I don't know what else to say. This is embarrassing. Again, Glenn Youngkin was supposed to be the guy that was going to supplant, to replace DeSantis because DeSantis is, a, is, is insufferably boring and he's a failure. Glenn Youngkin, is, he was the new adult in the room. Not anymore, dude. You lost. You lost control of your state. So all the gains that were made by Glenn Youngkin initially, um, they, they could be wiped out, possibly. Uh, he can't push... His, you know, America first agenda, if such a thing exists in Virginia, he can't push sensible reform for uh, within the education system in, in Virginia. Uh, they're fucked. The Republicans fucked themselves in Virginia. I predicted this reliably over 10 hours ago. Uh, again, I am, in my opinion, one of the more talented political analysts on this platform. I give it to you guys raw. I come from experience and I understand the I understand these things a lot better than most people. And uh, yeah, uh, conservatives just don't get it. They don't get it. Like, whatever. Let's move on. Let's talk about the Ohio election. They had two ballot initiatives. Big deal. Legalize weed. Who cares? I don't want to get into it. Probably not a good idea, but they did it anyways. And abortion. Let's see if we can uh, get more in depth here. Do you know anything about question two? Where's where the fuck is question two? Uh, I had the results up here. They just disappeared on me. This is really this is making me really salty. Right, let me pull up on my screen. Yeah. Ohio oh, here we go. Two. I got him. I got him. I got him. I got him. Okay. I accidentally opened up. Yeah. So Ohio question one. Question one. Ohio is the only state to consider a statewide abortion rights question this year. So advocates on both sides of the issue are watching the outcomes for signs of voter sentiment heading into 2024 when abortion rights supporters are planning to put measures on the ballot in several other states. Issue one would establish an individual right to one's own reproductive medical treatment, including but not limited to abortion. The ballot initiative comes after the United States Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. <laughs> Uh, last year, and individual states were given the opportunity to, to decide their own laws on the matter. So are you for this or against it? People are against it. Issue one would take into effect 30 days after the election. So wait, what is issue one? Banning it? Uh, essentially, yeah. Okay. They're voting to uh, keep it. Oh, to keep it. Okay. Yeah, it, would, it, would, it would establish an individual right to one's own reproductive medical treatment. Including, but not limited to abortion. So, so how, what's, what's the timeline on that? I know it's like 30, 30 days years. as of right now. Okay. Look, um, uh, President Trump got a lot of shit from all these uh, fucking DeSantis bros. These, these super far, uh, far right DeSantis bros. Because he said he doesn't want to talk about abortion. He wants to leave abortion up to the states. He doesn't want to move forward in that direction, in this draconian far right religious uh, direction. Me personally, I am pro pro life. I wouldn't date a woman who thought it would be, who thinks it's okay to abort, to terminate the life of my child. However, trying to get laid, saying that you're a pro life is probably not a good idea. Not only that, 
the majority of Americans do not like the idea of removing a right from an individual or from a group of people. So going raw, raw, ban abortion, it's a terrible political strategy. It's a giant loser. And another reason why you would want to, let, let's say somebody like myself who is pro-life would be in favor of so whatever pro, uh, bodily autonomy. I would only advocate for, maybe not advocate for, but be in support of it loosely only because I don't like the idea of the government having the ability to restrict what I can and can't do with my own body or make difficult medical choices, like refusing to get a vaccine, refusing certain pharmaceutical products. Uh, whatever maximizes freedom is probably the most ideal thing. Um, the more the Republicans try to ban abortion, the more they end up losing elections. Trump won Ohio, I think, double digits. Twice. But we see this massive swing in favor of abortion. So the DeSantis bros, the narrative is Trump is the loser. Trump is dragging the party down. It's not. It's the rhetoric of the Republican Party. They don't have a message. I don't know what the message is of Glenn Youngkin anymore. I don't know the message of Ron DeSantis. And again, I follow the guy and I don't know what he wants or stands for. I know what Trump stands for. I know what Kerry Lake stands for. Uh, I know what J.D. Vance stands for. I don't know what these guys are, you know, ban, uh, ban Disney because they make Mickey Mouse suck Goofy's dick. Because uh, Minnie Mouse is getting gender uh, surgery or whatever. Uh, they're they're going to cry about Spider-Man being black now. They're going to ban abortion. That's, that's the modern Republican Party. That's a fucking losing strategy. What do you think? What do you think, Spencer? Am I, am yeah. I off my rocker or like what? Okay, I mean the Disney stuff that that was like uh, I can't think of the guy's name that's always on Rocket Show. Um, he's actually like deals with that type of like area of law. Who was explaining it like a while back um, in terms of the Disney thing, basically. And I'm I might be misquoting this, so chat correct me on this. But basically, Disney per their district had the rights of government but not government at the same time it yeah. was just kind of weird well, thing with really, i think it goes beyond that i think it goes beyond that the the legal boring shit but more just like we need to attack disney relentlessly yeah no i promoting I, the I, agenda and and again i hate I, consumers i canceled i canceled my disney plus when they started doing the woke shit i mean yeah, well, you should have canceled I, it a long time ago because they've been woke for the longest time. And again, in my, I feel like I'm way more ahead of people on this and no one takes me seriously when I'm like, look, these companies hate us. We need to not give them money. And uh, like, the whole fucking thing is bizarre. You know, when people are like, oh, I'm canceling my membership on Netflix because of cuties. It's like, dude, why didn't you do that years ago? Right. But yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, honestly, I had it for the Mandalorian and some of the Star Wars stuff, and then I <laughs> that was it. Oh, dude, come on, man, we're nerds. You can pirate that shit. We can get it for free. Why are you paying paying these people money when we know I, that they hate you? They hate us. I do not condone. I, 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 approve I, of, I am shaming you, Spencer. This is what I need to get for my my soundboard. I need the Sergeant Schultz. I know. Oh. Um, I see nothing. I was not even here. I know. Right? If anyone gets 
in the chat. Uh, props to you for knowing an old TV show. Yeah. I was here. Yeah. Um, that's the essential gist of it, guys. Uh, yeah. Shame. Yeah. No, dude. Like, I, I just. Oh, man. I, I just. I break ranks with people on the right, with my. You know, with other conservatives, other dissidents, because I fucking can't stand these companies because I know they hate us. And giving them money is such a terrible idea. And then you got these uh, fucking culture warrior cucks like, oh, well, one of the worst things, you know, conservatives can do is seed ground on the arts and, uh, you know, concede ground on, on cinema. What other, what, other, what other choice do we have? We don't have any say in what goes on in Hollywood or within these streaming companies. They're not our companies. I'm not responsible for them. I have no say in what they do or what they produce. And whenever, you know, there's like some minor change in a Disney movie, all these conservatives are like, oh my God, dude, they're finally listening to us. We're winning. Do you feel like you're winning? Because I don't think you're winning uh, at all. Uh, you, you guys sound like a bunch of jackasses. What I see is the powers that be. They're like, oh shit, the Goyam are noticing. Again, they're restless. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to, you know, get rid of all these uh, little woke tards. In the Snow White movie, we're gonna replace them with little dwarves, and then the Goyim are gonna calm down. They're gonna pay. They're gonna watch our fucking movies. They're gonna consume the Goy slop at the movie theater. They're gonna just have nachos dripping down their fucking cheeks, getting all fat and retarded, and they're gonna nod their head and they're gonna feel good about their movie purchase. And they're gonna be like, "Yeah, we totally stuck it to Disney, even though they gave them their money." Like, does that make any sense to you guys? I'm being fucking real here. I mean, and again, it's like. Dude, the best thing we can do is walk the fuck away. Get away from these companies. Stop giving them your money. And when people ask, like, well, what do you do for fun? I do cool shit. I'll go out, I go out dancing with the ladies. I go out riding on my motorcycle with my motorcycle gang. I make content. I'll create puppets and make them say offensive shit. Which is okay, infinitely better than going to go see fucking Snow White or some retarded Star Wars movie like a consumer whore bitch. I, I got a hot this comment here though yeah go ahead. Motorcycle, motorcycles you about that ground life uh ooh, no not really i'm too tall for them I, I i would look goofy and stupid i don't want to look dumb on a motorcycle bro <laughs> dude i see some people driving around on like groms like you're, that are like your height and everything i'm just like how the hell are you gonna feel dude, that I, dude, that's what I, look I, I remember i was going home once uh i went out to go to this comedy show at uh, this comedy event at the t-mobile arena and uh, my buddy drops me up. We go back to my buddy's place and that's where my bike was. And then I leave home. And as I'm leaving, uh, I look to my right and I see this cute chick. Well, I imagine she's cute because she was like not fat. And um, she was in a Grom. She was on a Honda Grom. And I'm like, oh, shit. I shut up. I, she was like trying to like get my attention. And I, I, I didn't know what she was saying or doing. Oh, dude, maybe that was the one that got away, Spencer. Maybe that was the one that got away. But look, the, the all like the young dudes out here, like all like the young, like 19, 18, 17 year olds that are on these, that are riding around like in a large group, they're all on fucking Groms. All these like Honda Grom kids, like they're, they're wild, man. I generally yeah. avoid it because I don't want to get like thrown in jail for like being a part of a, a like a rowdy group Street of takeover. Yeah, street takeover. Yeah, because yeah, uh, like the, the, the motorcycle group, the biggest one out here, um, they're like always engaged in violence and shit. And I actually got banned from the, from the organization. I got banned from the group cause I was shaming them. Well, you guys are fucking retards. You guys are like committing violence against these guys, all these cars. And, uh, I'm like, you guys feel tough. Like you proud of yourselves. And I got kicked out. They threatened to fight me and stuff. So yeah, I made a bunch of enemies that day and I wasn't, Damn. yeah, well, yeah. So I just ride alone now. 
Uh, so yeah, uh, let's just we don't have much to talk about in regards to politics. Uh, yeah, U.S. European officials broach topic of peace negotiations with Ukraine. Sources say. Um, I think it's safe to say that Ukraine lost the war because they're quietly like, hey, man, the, the Goyim, they're noticing that like we're printing money and we're devaluing their currency and they can't afford to eat and feed their children. Uh, maybe we should end this war before they really rise up, which is probably what should happen and what might happen. Uh, so, yeah, U.S. and European officials have begun quietly talking to the Ukrainian government about what possible peace negotiations with Russia might entail to end the war, according to one current senior U.S. official and one former senior U.S. official familiar with the discussions. What were you about to say, Spencer? I was going to say, speaker, the new Speaker of the House, right? Yeah. He Isn't he doing like single appropriation bills now where it's just like, okay, money for you know Israel, Ukraine, separate. Yeah, well, that's what they say. I'm not really paying attention to it. I just want the government to shut down permanently. Uh, yeah. But I mean, uh, that's what they're promising. Uh, so the regime is kind of upset that he's in office or that he's the Speaker of the House. So I don't know, man. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, but yeah, uh, look, the the conservative boomer sentiment on the right, uh, people who don't really understand what's happening here, they claim that Biden wants a war. He wants more war because it would help him with his re-election efforts. I disagree. I think that's 100% wrong. Initially, Biden would want a war because it would enrich himself and his family. And he was hoping that all the propaganda, all the lies surrounding Ukraine and the Palestine-Israel conflict would benefit him because, well, it would benefit him if people believed the regime lies, if people believed in the Lugan press, he would, uh, you know, the the conserv the boomer cons, they would have a point. Like, oh yeah, war would be a good thing. But you don't think he wants his own nine eleven? Oh, if there is a nine eleven style event, it would be disastrous for him because everybody would see it coming. They'd be like, "Well, dude, the border was open. You were warned these people were here." You were already, that they were dangerous. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. So like I literally, would, I don't think it would build wealth for him. I don't think it would like build wealth for him. Talk to uh, Sheriff Lamb down here. Uh, he's the other one that's running for uh, Senate out here besides Kerry Lake. Um, and it's interesting the conversation he had. He spoke at the Arizona Rifle and Pistol Association event uh, that I went to a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And basically, the sentiment was these people are already across the border. Right. They're already, they already have training camps in the United States. The feds refuse to go in and do anything. And local law enforcement like him, they can't do anything because what crime? You know, they have to go in under suspicion. They have to be called in. So the feds could theoretically say, oh, you have terrorist ties and go in. But the state really, or the local side, they don't really have the, um, I guess, I don't want to misquote him they don't have the authority to do so yeah. because it, it's, it's a whole cluster. No, I believe, it it. I believe it. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's getting pretty wild out there. You guys, it's getting pretty wild out there. Um, but again, back to the point, I, I just, I believe they want a war. It would be ideal for the Biden crime family to have a war. Cause again, it would enrich them, but, uh, for electoral purposes, I mean the, the conversation on the ground, the conversation in re in the real world among working class people such as myself, regular people such as myself is, I don't want to get drafted. I can't afford shit. Wars are expensive. It's going to bankrupt mm -hmm. the country because that's what happened the first time around. 
and you know, not all of us are suffering from amnesia. We remember what happened. We remember the the, the catastrophic results of the uh, of the so-called war on terror. Uh, so yeah, mm -hmm. uh, what else do we got going on politically? Um, let's get into some fun stuff. So, uh, how was your Halloween, dude? What'd you do? Did you have fun? I just chilled up that weekend. I didn't do anything. It was actually pretty nice. I can understand that. Well, yeah, man. I, I want to do this video went viral. Uh. One of the other videos had like millions of views. This actually made the news. This video right here, it's a great metaphor for America. So what we have here for the audio only listeners, we got these fucking fat bitches. These fucking fat, tiny women. BIPOCs. Clearly immigrants are speaking another language. Illegal immigrants, likely. And they're with their little fat family. And they show up at what looks like a beautiful community, a beautiful, prosperous community. And uh, I used to live in a community like this. And actually, I live in the suburbs. I live in a nice, peaceful place. And, um, you know, the kind of place where if someone is not home or they don't wish to be disturbed, and they, but they still want to participate in Halloween, they live, leave a big old bowl of candy out. And nice candy, you know, like Reese's Pieces and stuff like that. You know, the good stuff. Well, this fucking fat family, this, this, uh, this metaphor for America shows up. And um, they loot everything. All right, let's watch. They're teaching their kids this crap. I know. Look at these fucking fat women, dude. They're so fucking fat and disgusting. Look at it, dude. We got like four or five little kids there. And they're and like the older daughter, the older woman who, but she's, she's younger than the fat bitches, but she's still like, looks like a, like a 17, 18 year old. She's like smiling in glee as this family, this illegal alien family, likely illegal alien family, they're looting this bowl of candy. Oh, never mind. She's not a teenager. She's probably like 12 or 13. Yeah. The the son, the 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 male, uh the the larger male, he's probably 20 years old, 25 years old. Look at this. Do these fucking fat women though? There's no excuse. Look at this. Yeah. Let me see. And then uh another euphemism for America. After the bull was looted, here comes a friendly white man. And then the title, the caption of this video is there are so good people out there. Neighbor uh Scott for Halloween MVP. So he shows up with his own little Halloween bag. At least they know the person. Like some random dude jumping in all the candy, I'd be like concerned. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Unbelievably disgusting, dude. Let me see. If they were Magic Americans, they would have also looted the bowl. I know, right? Yeah, that's um. You know, I see this, and you know, people are like, "Oh my god, how can this happen? I can't believe they're teaching their kids this." This is logical to me. This makes 100% sense to me. Here's why. Illegal aliens, free healthcare, free mm -hmm. education, free college, free food, free housing. They get all kinds of free government service, free phones, Obama phones. This behavior makes sense to me. This is what they're used to. I'm here in America, not because I'm a proud patriot and I'm, you know, the, the, the fucking, uh, the libcuck narrative regarding illegal aliens is that they're like, oh, if they're really, if they're willing to risk their lives to be here, which they're not, 
Uh, but if they're willing to do that, that makes them better Americans than people like myself, the Goyam South of Richmond. They so they're like so they they're they're praised up and down for literally coming here, invading this country, and they're just used to getting free shit. They get free praise for being mm-hmm. fat and stunning and brave. So they see a bowl of candy, it's Halloween, and they take everything. I genuinely believe that they think this mm-hmm. is acceptable. What do you think, man? Yeah, and that's the problem. I mean, these people are coming across the border, right? They're getting let into our country. One of my friends, um, he has, uh, I won't dox him too much here, yeah. but he likes to go on the off-roading trails um, down in San Diego County uh, along the border. And one of the roads, which I've been on, um, there were a bunch of illegal immigrants um, that had crossed. And what is Border Patrol doing? They're all there. Like, they look like at least 100 plus of them that were just sitting there. Border Patrol is there. Border Patrol is feeding them. They're giving them water. They're not saying, hey, you're all arrested. We're kicking you back across because you crossed illegally, right? No, a lot of our resources are going to these people. When we still have homeless on the street, when we have veterans on the street, I'm just going to say it, because we've already dropped the F-bomb tonight. Fuck all these illegals. Go back where you came from. I would rather see America help these countries so they're not as fucked up than have them overflow our nation. You know, if we're talking about financial aid and we need to toss it somewhere, fine, with strings attached. No FTX garbage, nothing like that. Just, you know, come here the right way or don't come here at all. You know, that's that, that's my two cents on that. And I'm not super in favor of foreign aid, but if we had to, that's... Yeah, no, you know. it's... Uh, look, it, it, like, uh, again... The, the Richmond of Richmond. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, this border jumper at my job is always bumping, listening, uh, that the Richmond of Richmond. Yeah, Richmond, North of Richmond song. Biggest. Okay, so apparently Oliver Anthony's reach is global. Um, yeah, I'll just say this. Like, again, this is a, a global show. We have a global audience. And again, I love all people. However, I'm an American. I want to put America first. And I don't believe that it's fair that these legal aliens violate our sovereignty they devalue the wages of working class people. They make it very difficult for a, a simple family, for a lower income, middle class family to make a living. I mean, that's really what this is about. And not only that, when you flood a country with tens of millions of people, you got to put them somewhere. I don't want to see a bunch of 10 cities in my fucking backyard. And not only that, they're like, oh, well, look at all this space in America. Look, if I'm traveling from Las Vegas to L.A. or to Zion or wherever else on my motorcycle or my car or whatever, I don't want to see a bunch of fucking strip malls or efficiency apartments or Section 8 housing. I want to see a beautiful landscape the way that my ancestors saw it when when mm-hmm. they first came here to this country. Um, and the, you know, the other thing, too, I mean, it's, it's just completely... Ironic, or maybe not ironic is the word, but funny how like all the people that were purchasing in New York and all these like super blue districts, right, are now like they're they're overwhelming the system. I'm like, yeah, welcome to a border state. We've been having this issue for years, and you wonder why it's so hard to get health and human services. Like, if you do get unemployed, you 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 know about to be evicted, all that kind of stuff. Because guess what? They can't ask if you're legal or not. 
yeah, and, on your and, application. Yeah, and not only that, these individuals, these illegal aliens, they um, when they make money underneath the table, like they're not taxed. You guys, they they keep all their money. They keep yep. everything. They don't pay taxes the way that I do. I can't even tell you how much money I paid in taxes. I paid way too much, way too fucking much. It is yep. what it is, man. Uh, yeah, dude. How how funny is that though? Uh, <laughs> the biggest dick is the border jumper. Uh, I shouldn't say that's offensive. And uh, we <laughs> we here at the Watch Frogs are not about that. But this uh, stunning and brave person at his job is playing the fucking Oliver Anthony song. They're taking their gerbs, sucking their dicks. Uh, let's see what else have we got here. I found a reference if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, dude, like, dude, like, even though, like, the whites, bro, they're getting in on this. What's going on? Oh, dude, I'm gonna assume a single, a uh, single parent household, single mom. Look at this. And he flips off the camera. Dude, I hope this is fake, bro. Please, God, let this be fake. Look at his long, beautiful hair. Someone with long, beautiful hair shouldn't be this fucking evil. Oh my God! What a little shit. Yeah, it's when the parents didn't beat their kid enough. <laughs> and he's like, he's a green skin. He's wearing green. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Well, we got to move on. All right. So, yeah, uh, apparently the house. Remember, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a really nice house. So apparently this belongs to a country musician. Uh, Cody Tate calls out moms for raiding Halloween candy bowl. They're taking her candy. Mexicans. Okay, see, a mother and her family are being slammed on social media after a video captures them wiping out an entire bowl filled with Halloween candy in front of a country musician's Texas home. Cody Tate, a musician from the well-known country band Whiskey Myers, I never heard of him, uh, posted security footage. Uh, he posted security footage to his Instagram showing the family ravaging a giant basketball full of treats on Tuesday. The video starts off by showing three adults, a uh, fat adults followed by four to five kids running up to the house and clearing a huge black-colored basket loaded with candy one by one. One woman in the black hoodie appears to even smile into the camera while stashing loads of candy into her coat pockets. The other adults and small children followed suit, making sure all the candy was taken from the bowl, even picking some up from the ground. Fucking rats! Oh, wait, mm -hmm. they're stunning and brave. The ratons! Uh, <laughs> the one male adult looks back at the basket to ensure all the candy was gone before taking out. Dude, again, this is a metaphor for America, bros. Yeah. This is it. I mean, look, look, look at the dude. I didn't even notice the dude. He's all like, oh, let me make oh, sure my fat family took everything. <laughs> He's like towering. That would be the guy that took, takes the bowl. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, dude. Oh, what is going on here, bros? This opportunity. Yeah. Uh, oh, so this is Cody. You know who Cody Tate is? The Whiskey Myers? No, dude. I, uh, um, you know me. I'm metalhead. Yeah, uh, same. I don't. I don't listen to country. All right, <laughs> so we got to move on, you guys. All right, so uh, this is actually pretty interesting. You know, we we vaguely talked about this um, earlier on the show, where we're talking about pop culture, we're talking about conservatives seeding ground, and all that stuff. And I feel like genuine artists, dissident artists, such as myself, who's writing a book, hopefully going to be out on Audible next year. Anyways, um. There's AC's comment. Sorry. What was say that again? AC's comment in the chat. To be fair, the Hispanics that took all that candy probably tried to sell it at school. Oh <laughs> man, that's Hispanic. fucking funny, bro. That's funny as hell. Yeah. To be yeah. Are you reading the chat, Spencer? The the chat? The chat, yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. 
Um, oh, dude, fuck, dude. I remember those kids because I live in Vegas, so we're close. We're not a border state, but we might as well be. So we we had those kids. They're like, yo, bro. They're like pulling out fucking giant candy bars like it's drugs. So funny. Uh, but yeah, we we're talking about the the culture war shit. And yep. there's, there was an interesting observation. This is from a, a study done, I think, by UCLA students. Romance, or nomance is what they're calling it. Uh, adolescents prefer to see less sex, more friendships, platonic relationships on the screen. Now, I have a theory. Gotta save up that money to start their lawn company. Oh, I disavow AC. That's offensive. All right, so... Why do you, Spence, I'm going to ask you, because again, we're, we, we talked about this. We've had some deep conversations before, so I feel like you mm -hmm. might be qualified to answer this. Why do you think Gen Z or younger prefer to see less sex, more friendships, platonic relationships on the screen? Go. Uh, that's a tough one. Maybe because, you know how they say Gen Z is becoming, was it Gen Z or what's the, what's the newest generation? Is that Gen Z? I think the, the newest gen generation is alpha, but they're kind of irrelevant because they're like yeah. little kids. Uh, they would be after the one after millennial, right? They're becoming more conservative. So maybe that's why, because our generation is kind of split. It feels like 50-50. Yeah. Like I, the peop people I grew up with, they, they, they don't give a fuck about politics. They're, and then they're on either side of the spectrum after that. That's what it seems like. It's interesting. It's something to think about. Uh, the actual Justice Warrior, Sean Fitzgerald, who, by the way, I invited on the show to join me, but he hasn't responded. I guess he's too busy for me. Uh, he made a really interesting video about this. Uh, I don't disagree with him, but I have my own take. I have my own opinions because, again, I'm a screenplay writer, and I generally understand these things better than most people. And also, I have very unique real-world experience working with children. And I feel like... And also, working with the schools. So I feel like I'm a little bit more qualified to kind of opine on this from a, from a place of experience from, from as, as a former insider. And here's what I see guys. So I'm going to read this again really quickly. Adolescents prefer to see less sex, more friendships, platonic relationships on screen. And here's why I think that is the youth, the, the young people that are in school. So public education, they're being bombarded with degeneracy, with sex. They're being sexualized. This is true. And I mentioned yep. this a long time ago on a stream. I I know this young girl. She's like 21, 22, 23 right now. But I knew her when she was. we were talking where she was much younger. Not like that, by the way. And she told me, because we we're talking some, about some serious shit. She told me that she wanted to remove her breasts because she didn't like being sexualized by the adults in the public education system. She's being Damn. sexualized by these teachers, by these staffers, and it made them feel uncomfortable. There's just way too much sex being thrown at children. Um, there, there's all these cartoons that are that are aimed for adults, but like really the kids are watching it. I forget the names of them. Again, I don't watch that shit. I just yeah. I think Big Mouth, I think that's one of them. Um, and the bombardment and the promotion of pornography to the children. So there's just too much of this stuff. And what are some common themes that we're seeing among younger people? They're more lonely. They're bombarded with sex. They're having less of it as a result. Their, their, their relationship and their exposure to sex, like at genuine sexual activity, is not healthy. So when it comes to consuming mass media, genuine friendships, platonic, rela uh, platonic relationships, 
are refreshing to them. And it's actually a good thing for them to be exposed to such things. And the reason why they're gravitating, in my opinion, to friendships or platonic relationships is because they're not being socialized properly at a young age, at the appropriate age. If you don't socialize a child, you're going to have a lot of problems growing up. Or the, kid, the child will have a lot of problems growing up. And that's partially the parents' fault. They should know better. And also, the schools are doing a terrible job of helping the children to be socialized. So that's why, in my opinion, in my expert opinion, as someone with clinical experience and experience working with kids, we're seeing this trend here. Romance. And, and here's the thing. They, don't, they, probably th they probably see romance as a degenerate act. They probably see romance as an act of the internationalist. Romance is kind of like a myth. They've never been exposed to genuine romance. Romance, like love and, and you know, mushy feelings and, and puppy love and shit like that. They're not exposed to it. I mean, look at all the disgusting shit that the, the internationalists, that the Democrats want to expose to children. If I, look, I'm, I'm a fucking 30-year-old. I don't want to see sex on the fucking big screen, all right? And I like women. I, I'll, I'll, I'll spend the night with a commie chick, you know? Like, I'm not a prude. But I don't want to see it because it's weird. And I feel like it's subversive at this point. It's not sexy. It's not cool. It's fucking gross now. Because there's a fucking, there's an agenda behind it. Yep. That's what I see. Well, I mean, the, what's worse is when you do have those, uh, let's just say, highly partisan um, uh, teachers that are trying to um, influence the youth. Let's just say it that way. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know if you guys covered it in your last or one of your last podcasts, speak but freely, uh, speak freely, man. Okay, there was that teacher that had like the devil staff or whatever, and was like poking kids, the yeah. only gay one. Yeah. And are we sure? It was that, just, are, wait, wait, are we sure that wasn't like a joke? Like he was just fucking around? Because I didn't look too into it. I, I saw the videos that went viral, but I was hoping it was just a joke and people were overreacting. Allegedly. Allegedly, this is just from social, you know, searching the interwebs that teachers had complaints before. Yeah. So take it as you will, do your own research. But I mean, you shouldn't, you shouldn't even then, a teacher shouldn't be doing that. You know, uh, that's just my. I don't know, bro. Like, I'd have to look into it. But from what yeah. I saw, I was like, I was hoping the teacher was just messing around, being playful with the kids, and it wasn't a big deal. Uh, let me read some of these comments really quick. Corn has killed the urge for real relationships. They would rather yerk off than put in the work for a relationships. I hear you biggest dickest. And there are a lot of people, a lot of young people that are struggling with that sort of addiction. And you guys got to sort yourselves out. You guys got to break away from that. You know, you need to improve upon yourselves and quit being reliant on, you know, the internationalist content. Cause the internationalists, the shapeshifters, they produce pornography. And yep. they're my enemies. Yeah, go, go touch grass. There's AC, a solution. AC writes, wow, now that you <laughs> mention it, I do realize a lot of them are just like you said, including my acquaintances and exes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pro child. I'm pro kids. You know, again, my content is for everybody. And I, I feel like I could just, I can speak on most topics reliably. And, and confidently and competently just because of my experience. And, uh, you know, like, I just understand. And not only that, like, I, I just remember being a kid myself. 
and and what we're, what the schools are doing, what the public schools are doing, is, is such a travesty. And because there's no more historians, because the the truth tellers appear to have disappeared, because all anybody wants to watch is the fucking fat and disgusting Jeremy from the Quarterly and crying about Brie Larson and fucking wokeness. You know, people like me who actually know what the fuck they're talking about get ignored or overlooked. Corey's really still upsetting. doing. I haven't followed him in a while. I'm, I'm kidding. I like Jeremy. I think Jeremy's kind of a nice guy, but like the guy's a fucking grifter. And, you know, he doesn't know anything about a lot of the things that he's talking about. A lot of those Gryptosphere dudes just don't know what they're talking about. Uh, again, they're probably nice, but they're not honest. They don't mean what they say. A lot of those people are just, they're fucking bullshitters. I mean everything that I say here. When I tell you guys, I think the moon landing is fake. I mean that shit. If I'm at a party or I'm at the club and I'm like, you know, dancing, I'm like, yeah, dude, the moon landing is kind of fake. You know, what do you think? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking saying that shit. I don't give a fuck. People ask me, funny- like, what do you think of the 2020 election? I'll tell them that it's bullshit. Wait, sorry, Spencer, what'd you say? I said I got a, I got a funny Alex Jones meme for you then. Oh, God. <laughs> um, well, you, you, you it. missed it? You missed it? All right, well, hold on. Let me, let's just go over some of this article really quick because there, there were some interesting points here. Key takeaways. 47.5% of respondents ages 13 to 24 feel most TV shows and movie plots don't need sexual content. 51.5% want to see more focus on friendships and platonic relationships. So again, the market, the mass media manipulation, it's oversaturated with sexualization of young people, of kids, of just people in general. 56% of those aged 10 to 24 prefer original content over franchises and remakes. There we go. See, that's why I am the voice of reason more so than other, uh, than a lot of these other dorks in the griftosphere. Because I'm against cape shit. Well, no, let me take that back. I'm against Marvel and DC. I'm against the, the franchising of cinema. I'm against Disney, Marvel, etc., etc. And uh, again, I wrote original works. I had my foot in the door with the big company, the kind of company, the production company that puts movies on the big screen. They liked my work. Granted, I've been, I've been shut down, but I didn't act like a twat about it. Twice as many adolescents prefer binge releases over weekly drops. So again, this is why they prefer uh, stories or content revolving around friendships and, uh, and and platonic relationships because right here, twice as many adolescents prefer to binge release over weekly drops. That means they don't got a lot going on in their lives. That suggests to me that there's loneliness, there's isolation, there's sadness. Um, if somebody is binging anything that's not a sign of uh, of someone in a in a healthy place in their life. I don't want to like get all woke and shit and talk about like mental illness and stuff cuz I don't necessarily believe too much into that. But um like I remember I was in a really shitty relationship and I'm like, well my girlfriend's ignoring me. I guess I'm going to watch every fucking episode of The Sopranos, by the way. Not a waste of time. But I could have done a lot of other things. Uh then literally spend like a week watching every fucking episode of The Sopranos. Adolescents want to see uh, lives like their own depicted on the screen. Now, this was interpreted in many different ways. So there's this meme that Gen Z is like, I don't know. They're like, they're kind of fruity. You know, they're they're a little woke. They're little, they're all rainbow people. Like half of them are rainbow people. I don't believe that is true. I know they, they look really soft and cuddly and shit. You know, they're all like, you know, makeup on and they got piercings and tattoos and shit. But I don't believe that they're all rainbow people. 
I really don't. Um, again, a lot of these people, a lot of these younger people are coached into believing in the new world order. They're, they're coached and conditioned to promote wokeism, right? In lack of better words. Uh, so when they say they want relationships depicted on the screen that are similar to their own, to their own lives. See, right now in 2023, what's being promoted, uh, very unnatural relationships between two people who would never be together. I will not elaborate further. Uh, we're also seeing a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of butt sex, a lot of, uh, you know, disgusting, degenerate relationships being promoted on the big screen. There was a show, this movie called Bros. Are you familiar with what that is, Spencer? Bros? I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, I can't say I watched it. Yeah. Uh, as a straight male who loves women, I did not yes. see Bros. However, it's about gay dudes doing gay things. Again, I got gay friends. I got nothing but love for the gays, but I don't want to see that shit. And again, yep. that's their stuff. That's their culture. That's their lifestyle. It's got nothing to do with me and I want nothing to do with it. Um, and a lot of these kids, these young people, they rejected those films. They rejected bros. They rejected all this other nonsense. They don't care for it. You know, they keep introducing all these stupid rainbow characters in Disney films, yada, yada, yada. And, and right here, this, this article of from a yeah UCLA UCLA students they're like yeah these kids don't want to fucking watch this shit they don't want anything to do with this stuff I'm right they're wrong and uh, you know like I go out a lot to eat I go out a lot to party I go out to bars and stuff and you know some of the people working they're younger people they're much younger than myself and they're working hard and yeah you know their fashion's a little different they speak a little softer but they're they're still normal people, you know? And I feel like there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of propaganda thrown at the youth and it's probably messing with them, which is my personal policy is leave the kids alone. I see kids, I leave them alone. I see younger people, they're doing their thing, I'm doing my thing. My interference in their life is probably not going to be beneficial. I just leave, let them be, let them do their thing. But the internationalists want control of their mind. They want to bombard them with pornography, with video games, with degenerate music, with violence, with uh, with democratic policies, yada, yada, yada. They're, they're fear-mongering them. They want them to risk their lives and die for Israel, die for Ukraine. I want nothing but for them to live their best lives and to be free, mentally, of course, because I was able to live freely for the most part, but I feel a lot of them aren't. And mass media is I don't I don't know if important is the right word, but you know, everybody's consuming it, you know? And um in as long as you know, since the beginning of time, humans communicated via story. And now more than ever, a lot of us can create stories and tell stories. And the people that have the means to tell stories on a global scale, they're telling these degenerate, scummy stories, and people like myself, people like Razorfist, and other independent artists like uh, like Steve Gosney, our works, our literature uh, is kind of put on the back burner. And I think people do want it, but we have a really tough battle ahead of us. Yeah, so, yeah. Let me uh, let's see if there's any more good stuff here. Though. This year's teens. The Teens and Screens Report from UCLA Center for Scholars and Storytellers 
our CSS, I don't know what that means, found that teens uh, plus 18 to 24... A uh, demographic that uh, that advertisers typically target think sex and romance are too prominent in TV shows. I haven't even read this article, you guys. I promise you, I haven't read it. Swear to God. Uh, preferring to see more friendships and platonic relationships. Almost half of, uh, half of adolescents, 13 to 24, felt that romance is overused in media. Again, I'm, I'm going to wager. I, I could be wrong. I'm going to be honest. I could be wrong. I don't think they understand what real romance is. I don't think they know what that is. You know, we got a lot of these young people, unfortunately, growing up in broken homes, single parent household, uh, single parent households, and they don't know what romance is. They've never really been exposed to it. They probably have this hideous, warped idea of what romance is. And sex is unnecessary for the plot of movies and TV shows. So I wrote, I wrote, I think, four full length films, four screenplays. I got them right over there. I don't feature sex in any of them. I think it's kind of cheesy. I think it's kind of lame. Not necessary. All right, let's move on to another article really quick. Kind of related. Yeah, just to further prove my point. Oh, God, get this out of here. Ugh, yuck. Almost half of Gen Z viewers want less sex on the screen, study finds. The modern left, the woke left, the internationalists, they promoted sex so much they've overturned the the old boomerism that sex sells not anymore the kids want less of it i don't know what do you think spencer everything that i said yeah. I, w- I want your thoughts i mean you're on point man you made you made some really good points on that um yeah i, I don't talk to a lot of gen zers um but i mean can't argue with what you said man you seemed pretty on point um you know, I mean, even for me, and like, I, do I really need to see like, uh, like a sex scene in whatever movie? It's like, is it really important? I mean, granted, you had like the old like, like if we're talking like older films, you had like 007, yeah. where you know, always romancing the the other spy or whatever it is, right? And you know, he's hooking up with all these these women, but you know that I don't know. There's a difference between the way they used to do sex cells like that in movies compared to the way they do it now. Yeah. You know, it's you're actually seeing shit depending on the movie you're yeah. you're watching. You know, it, and it's literally just corn, as you said it on yeah. you know on screen. Yeah, I mean, if, if like, look, if if I was if I had like the money and the budget, I would be more than happy to make a film. And it wouldn't be political because none of my movies that I've written, um, the book that I'm writing, it, none of it is political. I don't push a fucking agenda. I just want to tell a really interesting, fun story. And how I tell it hopefully is entertaining. Because having a good story, having an interesting story, like anybody can have an interesting story. But how you tell that story is really what matters. Like uh, one of my good friends, he went to like Thailand or Taiwan or what, one of those countries. And... Um, he he was outdoors and he had to like shit outdoors and shit like in this hole. And granted, a story about shitting in a hole is not really interesting. However, the way that he told that story was fucking hilarious. Now, anybody can make a story about a, a spy who sleeps with sexy women and does cool shit. But are any of them going to be as interesting as the way that, um, you know, 007, the, the James Bond films were told? Probably not. It's really difficult to do. Really I don't know really what you think about. Do. Say that again. 
You cut out. I don't know what you think about the newer 007, so I mean the older ones is what I was referring to, not the newer oh, yeah, ones. Oh yeah, the the Pierce Brosman ones. Yeah, Dude, Sean Connery. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to sound like like a woke tard, but I feel like fuck. I can't believe I'm admitting this. Uh-oh. I feel like the Pierce Brosman <laughs> films morally <laughs> fuck. Didn't chat clip it clip it right now <laughs> dude i don't know i'm just i don't know man oh you're not gonna say it now oh come on <laughs> you gotta say it you already started you gotta say it man you gotta fucking say it look uh, I'm, look i'm again i i love women uh i'm a wild dude myself but you know fuck it i don't i don't care james bond Pierce Brosman era was a lot of fun. All right. I take back what I said. Uh, let's, move on. Let's, let's move on to the next article. All right. So we got to get into, uh, um, <laughs> you know, you, you already cut me off. <laughs> you already cut me off. And I was going to do that. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm trying to be a gentleman. Okay. I can't be like, I can't try to be like a role model and understanding and talk about how like pervasive sex is in media and then like praise Pierce Brosman. It's just not a good idea. It's not a good look. All right. Um, dude, this, uh, by the way, we're drinking uh, this delicious wine. Uh, this is the Hunter's Oak 2013 from Lodi, California. I actually got a lot of friends from Lodi, California. They're wonderful people. It's, it's kind of like a farming, agricultural community. But, uh, dude, this wine is a little too fucking hard for me, man. I don't know how I feel about this, and I got work tomorrow, so... I'm training somebody. I actually was going to have the next three days off, but I got to show up. And I got to train people, you know, because someone's got to fucking do it. So, anyways, uh, yeah, we got, we got some human interest stories, you guys. Uh, demand for unvaxxed sperm spikes. Women are turning to shady Facebook groups looking for donors who refuse to get the COVID COVID's shot. Uh, so yeah, so there's a Facebook group. All right, so here's one of the comments. Here's one of the posts from the Facebook groups. Any donors in the Alabama surrounding area, non-COVID shot, SCD free and blue eyes, AI, AI method only. Um, what? Uh, I think that stands for something. I don't know what that uh, means. Uh, my wife and oh, I are looking to grow our family, and I hope to find someone that favors her looks. Well, uh, let's see. What's going on here? Jonathan David Rinaldi, dubbed the Sperminator, was a donor for years on the Facebook group Sperm Donation USA before creating his own Facebook group for unvaccinated sperm. Dude, I should do this. Dude, I can make so much money because I'm... I, okay, so... All right. Thank you for child support. Yeah, dude, I'm drug free. (laughs) I got no mental illnesses. I I do zero drug. I don't even do the legal shit. I'm I'm unvaxxed, unjabbed, dude. And I got green eyes. I'm tall and I'm college educated, dude. This is this is me, bro. I feel like I'm genuinely. I might be worth millions of dollars because it seems like a lot of people are willing to pay for this. And I feel like we're gonna see a lot more individuals like these groups on Facebook, uh, you know, seeking out people like me. Um, I, I don't have it pulled up, but we're seeing articles, you guys. I'm seeing articles about um, about babies not making it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not surviving, and a lot of them are just not going to, they're not doing well because, like, we all know why. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to read some of these comments from Facebook. 
looking for unvaccinated sperm donors near New Jersey. AI only. I am a single mother to a two-year-old and would like to give her a sibling. I'm looking to inseminate. Oh, artificial insemination. That's what it means. In late September. FYI, I will not explain why I desired unvaccinated donor in this thread. And I am not interested in being educated about the COVID's jab. I'm only looking for a potential donor. First off, this woman did nothing wrong. She's got her preferences based. Also, fuck the person with the laughing emoji. You can suck my dick, whoever that is. <laughs> NYC, not vaxxed. Anyone need help? Ooh, dude, that, dude look at this guy. Dude, he's, th he's thirsty. Ooh. Uh, let's see. My wife and I have been together for almost 10 years with two fur babies. We have decided it's time for our own little baby. We are located in North Carolina, but we are willing to travel or pay for travel accommodations. We would prefer a donor who is unvaccinated. We are only open to AI. Yeah, that's a no-go for me. Someone wants someone wants it. <laughs> They're going to get it the natural way. Ew! Uh, more like uh, natural I, insemination. I, Am I right? <laughs> what was that? Wait, what was that, Spencer? Just get some more fertile way. I know, right? Uh, we are in the beginning stages of the process of trying to find the right donor. First, uh, first try would be October 29th, November 1st, and would love to find the perfect donor by then. Must be, uh, I can't even read that. There's a fucking thing. Uh, own on to future, uh, open. I think open to future siblings as we will both carry. Oh, so these are two women. Oh, mm. Ooh, did they, oh dude, that's so hot. Uh, especially <laughs> if they were more into the natural and I, if you know what I mean. I've never met my donor. I grew up thinking that my father was my biological father. <laughs> Uh, when I was 18 years old, my mother told me it didn't make any difference for me. I was born because someone donated. I have very good genes, so I'm uh, hoping to pay it forward now. I'm an unvaccinated man. Spur not modified by... <laughs> Jesus. 39 years old. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Uh, just some specs about this guy's health. Good health. Never sick. Easy to build muscle and be fit. Good at sports. Uh, revolutionary. Dedicated my life to activism. All right, so this is low-quality sperm. So he's a revolutionary. That means he's a he's a soy drinker. He's a soy enjoyer. So that's not good. All right. So yeah, I don't know, uh, Spencer. How much money would it would it cost you? What what would it take for you to be one of these donors? Would you would you go for something like this? I have to look at the laws of the state first. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be honest because uh, if someone could come after me later on saying donated, but you know he's the baby daddy, I'm not paying so much child support. So that that's my only concern about all this. I'm just yeah. saying. I got, I got from that side. Otherwise, um, shit. I mean, what would be the appropriate price? I have to see the current going rate. Um, yeah. But let's start with a big figure. Let's just say ten grand. Yeah. Help me pay down some debt. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I feel like I'm a high value male. You know, like I got dude. Like my my babies are gonna be fucking geniuses. And they're gonna be in, they're gonna be iconoclasts. They're, you know they're gonna be the ones like subverting governments and shit like in the right direction, not the way that it's currently being subverted. And uh, yeah, again, I don't do drugs. I don't have mental illness. Yeah, I heard some scans being done when the sperm donor is placed on child support. Oh, yeah, you're you're right, AC. It's not. Yeah, there's gotta be, there's gotta be some paperwork signed that you can't come after me for that. You know that that's the thing. All right. Well. Um, we got to do our uh, hoax hate. Oh, no. Yeah. We got some hoax hate to go over, you guys. All right. So, the uh, conservatives. <laughs> Conservative white professor 
falsely accused of harassing black student in viral video. All right, Spencer, I just read this title to you. Do you believe it? Yes or no? The white professor falsely accused of harassing black students. Oh, yeah, yeah I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just assume you're being sarcastic. A black university, uh, the, a black university of Dallas students viral video claiming a white professor harassed her for listening to a, rec a record lecture, a recorded lecture too loudly outside her office is unfounded, a campus spokeswoman said Tuesday. Uh, let's go ahead and watch the video. I think I have it right here. Okay. I think it's still playing the audio in the background, by the way. Oh, yeah. No, that's what it's for, dude. Hold on. Let me lower it so we can hear the... All right. Um, I'm going to turn this up. Oh, shit. Where's my... Uh... Play button. There oh, you I'm go. Look, I'm looking for the cursor. We can do this all day. And I'll turn it up. 200. Oh, that's harassment right there, boys. 100% harassment. Dude, that professor was... She's just kind of cute. I like those legs. Look, I'm not worried about the face, bro. I can, dude. I, the lights are gonna be off when we make love. I'm just saying. Oh my gosh, she's, she's being silly as hell, though. Karen, but at the same time, both of them being Karens. Yeah. All right. Um. Like jokes aside, that's not harassment. I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, it could kind of be harassment. Blasting the the chick blasting the audio. There. Dude, yeah, the the That's woman. Just yeah. All right. Well, let's see what their their finding was. Let's get rid of this really quick. All right. So Claire uh, Venegas, vice president of marketing and communications, told the College Fix officials investigated the students' claims against history professor Susan Hansen in the video, which has amassed more than seven million views on TikTok. Administrators. At the private Catholic university found no cause for disciplinary measures against a professor who is well known on campus as a conservative scholar. Interesting. The University of Dallas takes all allegations of harassment and discrimination seriously. Venegas said, as has been publicly disclosed, university officials undertook measures to investigate the students' allegations and the matter was resolved with a finding of no policy violation and no recommendation mm -hmm. of disciplinary action. So, um... Dude, there's a uh, there's there's like this legitimate problem with certain groups of people that like to blare their fucking music in public without headphones, and that appears to be what have ha what happened here. And she was outside of a door where it looks like instruction was going on, where where kids were learning. And uh, it's like, dude, it's 2023. Get some fucking headphones. Quit being an obnoxious retard. What are you doing? Uh, I'm glad the teacher was not disciplined. However, if I was able to advise a teacher, it did look bad. What they were doing was, you know, it looked silly. They looked stupid. They were, they, the, the little girl, the college girl, the, the student was filming the teacher, obviously trying to say that she's being discriminated against. And the teacher films the student. I don't know what the teacher is gaining from recording the student. Like, are you going to try to, like, get them, like, expelled? Like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on here. I don't know. There'd have to be something in the, I guess, the bylaws of the student handbook. Yeah. But, um, I, 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 yeah, but right now I'm team teacher because she's got nice legs. So that's a, that's a plus for me. So on October 11th, post uh, Corey, uh, Corey said the professor harassed her for listening to a lecture on her laptop without headphones because she did not want to close her office door. 
Okay, so it was, I guess it was outside of an office. Even then, it's like, dude, let the let the people do their office stuff. Quit being annoying. The college it's in a library type thing too, which is almost what is what it looked like. It did. It kind of yeah. The college face uh, contacted. Corey this week through her TikTok and Instagram accounts to ask why she posted the video six months after the interaction. Mm, that's a, dude, more proof that this is fake. I mean, of course it's fake. Uh, yeah. And she was aware of the university's investigation outcome and if she thinks race was a factor in the in the incident. As some have implied, she did not respond. Yeah, she knows she fucked up. She knows she's out there scheming, trying to get, trying to get money, trying to start a GoFundMe. Uh, Veniga said Hansen has been the target of defamatory attacks since the video went viral. The recent uh, posting of the video has resulted in an onslaught of unjustified and defamatory attacks on Dr. Hansen's personal character, which we strongly condemn, she told The Fix. The University of Dallas prides itself in forming our students to think well, to reason well, and to dialogue civilly. Virtues and behaviors that social media platforms are not conducive for cultivating. Hansen also confirmed to the College Fix the university found no cause for disciplinary action against her. Well, that's great news. Uh, so in the second video published over the weekend, which has more than 400,000 views, Corey told her side of the story. She said she was sitting at a table near the professor's office, listening to a lecture on her laptop when Hanson approached her to complain about the noise. Corey says she turned down the volume on her computer, but Hanson approached her again a short time later, asking if she had headphones or if she could leave. Hanson told the student her office hours were starting soon. Corey said, I was like, no, I don't have headphones and I'm not going to leave. And after that, it took a whole turn. The student alleges in the video, she was like putting her fingers in my face, which there's no evidence of. She was like, I despise students like you. Probably fake. Oh, yeah, this is fake. Holy mm. shit. And I was like, what? Baby girls? Students like who? Students like who? She. Yeah, dude, this is fake. 100%. I'm, I'm calling it right now. Uh, knowing colleges, if the professor closed the door, then the students can place a complaint that her open door hours do not match her actions slash her door being closed. AC, you're probably right. I mean, dude, this girl here, she just wanted any reason to bitch and complain. Look, I've been- I'm wondering guy. if she was in the class too. Same. You know, that'd be the other thing. I'm wondering if she was in the class, in that same professor's class, because think about it this way. If you have a um, scheming bitch like that, right it's like oh i failed this class i'm gonna get back at the professor yeah is there more of a backstory to this i kind of want to know more you know oh yeah no, like, certainly. What, what certainly prior to this, you know yeah so at one point Corey says she did turn up the volume again just to be petty oh there we go there we go. so again this professor is an authority figure on the campus and they have like for people who haven't been to college i you know again i'm a i'm a fucking scholar so i'll just let you guys know college professors they have they're not just in the in the on the lecture hall they don't just have their own classroom they also have their own offices so they they have quote unquote office hours and because they're not teaching the entire day they're not teaching for eight hours straight or whatever so they have their own offices and um all the offices are generally bunched up together so all the teachers will have their own offices in one building and uh, yeah it's probably fucking annoying if you have somebody outside the built outside of your your uh, office blasting their music and then when you're like, hey, man, like, you got headphones, like, can you, like, you know, it's a fucking long day, got shit going on. And then they're like, and then they start lying about you and they start giving you fucking attitude. And then, of course, she just admitted she turned up the audio. So, yeah, yep. this is a certified hoax hate crime, you guys. She tried to promote, she, she probably was trying to get that GoFundMe money, but people didn't take the bait. Even though she went viral, they didn't take the bait. And I think that's a good thing. Um, but I think we got another one. This is actually kind of old. Do you know who this comedian is, uh, Spencer? Comedian Hassan Manaj. I do not. 
Oh, what if you see his face? Would you recognize him? Here, let me. Let's scroll down. No. Oh. Uh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. He's bad. I'm, at, uh, I'm, I'm buzzed. All right, so comedian Hassan Minhaj admits to making up stories of racial discrimination for ne for Netflix special, including daughter's exposure to a white powder. Mm, what do you have to say? Baking soda. Man? Was it baking soda? Uh, I don't think it existed. So oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. The much loved comedian rose to fame with his first show titled Homecoming King in 2017. Menhaj says his stories are based on emotional truths, not actual events. That means he's a fucking liar, you guys. I'm just letting you know right now. It means he fucking made it up. Hassan Minaj's Netflix comedy special and political show have come under fire for being littered with false stories of racial discrimination and a terrifying incident involving his daughter, the much-loved comedian. I don't know anybody who loves this comedian, by the way. Rose to fame with his show uh, titled Homecoming King in 2017. So he's basically a byproduct of like the Trump derangement syndrome era. Went on to host Netflix's political talk show called Patriot Act. He ended his run with the streaming service with The King's Gesture in 2022. While on stage, Minhaj shared stories about how he felt, uh, how he was left standing at a white girl's door when he went to pick her up for the homecoming dance. Had brother Eric infiltrate his local mosque, uh, saw white powder fall on his daughter while opening a letter, was threatened at a Saudi Arabian embassy and watched Jared Kushner sit in a chair reserved for an imprisoned Saudi activist. All the stories are false. <laughs> in an interview released by the New Yorker, which has uh, the entire South Asian community divided on social media, Minhaj says his stories are based on emotional truths. That means they're lies. So this guy literally lies for a living. Uh, I was, I never found him particularly funny. Really? Uh, Spencer, you don't recognize this dude? I don't. I mean, honestly, I've stayed away from like the whole comedian scene like that. Just, I mean, like look at the Daily Show, Trevor Noah, like all those just pack up comedians. It's like uh, I'm good. Like I, I just, I don't follow them. Dude, I mean, you're not wrong. Like they're not funny. It's not interesting. It's not good. But you know, we're you. You know, you got your political stuff going on. You do your interviews. You know, with with yep. profile high profile figures, and I figured you'd be like in the know, and. Uh, it's, Really upsetting. I'm kind of disappointed. Uh, unfortunately, you can shame me in the chat, guys. Just good. Yeah. Just go press in the chat right now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, this guy basically lied. Um, let me see. There, there was a really special part about. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, this is what I want to read. There's a. Here, I'm just gonna kind of summarize this as quickly as I can. There's a story um, that Hassan Khanaj tells about being rejected by a white girl. He rejects, he, he, he tells a story about he was rejected by her because of racism or something. And oh, dude, we're going to get into it. We got to get into it. Right, Let me see. Let's get into it. Yeah. The unidentified woman in Hanaj's sob story of being left at the door said that the incident never even happened. So this woman is real, but the story isn't. So she comes forward. She clarified she had turned her close friend down days before the advance. So... What, mm -hmm. here. So the woman also said she and her family had been facing online threats and doxing for years because Minaj had failed to adequately disguise her identity and revealed she was engaged to an Indian American man at the same time. 
A source also revealed to the magazine that Mehanaj ran a picture of her and her husband at an off-Broadway show with just their faces blurred out. When she reached out to Mehanaj about the damage caused, he shrugged off her comments. So this is what happened, you guys. He tells a sob story about being racially discriminated against because he's brown. But the white woman is also married or engaged to a brown dude. The reason he's telling the story is because he wanted this white woman, but she rejected him. So he tells this bullshit story. Dude, like, Minaj has a kid, and I believe he's married right now. Imagine being so fucking salty about being slighted by a woman when you were a teen. You tell mm -hmm. the story. If I was the wife, I'd be like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? Like, why are you so hung up on this chick when you're like in your 40s? And that chick is, you know, like you guys were teens. But uh, yeah, dude, this guy's whole life, his whole persona was a total fraud. Uh, again, you know, I don't blame you, Spencer, for not like knowing who this retard is. But again, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an ardent defender of President Trump, and this guy comes out. He came out hard against President Trump, and he's one of like the hashtag resistors, you know, limpersted, you know, kind of guy. Dude, like I've just started, like I see these posts on like Twitter and now X all the time. He's like these TDS people, and it's just like, shut the fuck up, not like. Get over your derangement syndrome. You know, I, I use Trevor Noah as that example. Oh, yeah. Right? And it's just like, that's that's why my brain just kind of turned off. Like, because literally you turn into all these, all these late night shows. God, it's just, oh, establishment this. Trump orange bad. And it's just like, okay, I'm not going to watch this if it's just literally going to be like that. that that's why I've... Kind of tuned out Dude, on that look at scene. This fucking dork, bro. No wonder he ain't getting no pussy when he was in high school. Who the, who would want to go with his fucking dweeb to the homecoming dance? Dude, I, I listened to his fucking show. I listened to like like five minutes of a stand-up. Dude, like you're not funny. The only reason you got a fucking Netflix show, well, I don't want to say because it's gonna be it's gonna come off as really gross and offensive, but we all fucking know why he got it, you guys. We know why he got it, dude. Even then, this fucking loser. You were a teenager and you got rejected by a white woman. And mm -hmm. years later, as a 40-year-old, you're fucking still talking shit, dude. You're a fucking loser, bro. It, I'm not even yeah. kidding. If I was his wife, I'd probably leave him. I would see him as so unattractive. I'd just be like, wow, dude, you're still hung up on that high school crush that rejected you because you're a fucking retard, not because of the color of your skin. But you want to pretend mm -hmm. it's the color of your skin because you're so insecure and you want validation. From like these woke leftist pink haired freaks, get out of here, man. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll, maybe he'll get them. You know, I can take him backstage at his next comedy show if he's ever got one. You know, yeah, hey. Well, I don't know. Uh, dude, hopefully that hopefully he does that. Hopefully he does that, and then he gets me too. I hope that happens. Yeah. I I wish nothing but the worst for Hassam Hanaj. Very unfunny, untalented comedian. Dude, I can literally like go on stage and like take a shit like on a plate and it would be like a thousand times funnier than anything Hassan Minaj has ever done. That bad, all right. Dude, it's bad, man. It's really bad. Speaking of bad, this is not my favorite wine. I'm probably not going to finish this bottle. Usually I can finish a bottle, but... I'm saving AC writes, AC writes, shame, shame, shame. I know, right? Shame on these people. Shame. Oh, he, he was shaming me oh, for not shame. knowing this. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah dude. Shame on you, too, Spencer. Shame on you. you know better. See? Well, the chat. I'll be, I'll be mad at the chat. Dude, I, I, I was getting shamed earlier because I was supposed to meet up with Steve Bannon and um, Carrie Lake, but I was like, "Dude, I got a show. I got to. I got to know what's going on with these elections." And unfortunately, it just it wasn't it wasn't negative, you know. But like again, I would have liked Cameron to have won. I would have, even though like I'm not a big fan of uh, the Lieutenant Governor of Virginia or Glenn Youngkin, I would have preferred they prevailed because I'm not a fucking negative Nancy. But mm. they fucked up. They 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 messed up. Anyways. We gotta get into three oh fours, man. We gotta get into dating, into yep. love and romance. Something that the youth are neglecting for one reason or another, because they've never been exposed to it. Excuse me. Uh, damn dude, don't don't uh don't pull a Rikita. Is an he says he never, he never, he says he never throws up. But uh, oh, you know those, those bathroom breaks. He's been sometimes he's in there for a good minute. <laughs> dude, I um, uh, I can handle myself when I throw up. I don't make a mess. But I, it doesn't happen that often. Uh, when I had that that girl staying with me for the few mm -hmm. weeks that she was here with me, staying at my house, um, dude, we were partying, and uh, again, I, I'm a I'm a hipster, so it's like Stella Heineken. And maybe some PBRs, um, or not PBRs, IPAs. I apologize, IPAs. And uh, I got really drunk. I had Jameson. Jameson's generally harder liquor. And um, dude, I got fucked up. Fucking killed me. Are you Brittany Venti's brother? AC, you take that back. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, Brittany Venti is likely a Fed. I had no idea, but Brittany Venti was at Charlottesville. Did you know that, Spencer? I had no idea. Dude, she was, was there. She? Yeah, dude, she was uh, fucking there, dude. Photograph videos. Oh, she, dude, what's going uh, on? Oh, one of those guys that uh, they identify as Republicans, but they're actually Democrats in disguise, and they go out and do like all those fake photos. Uh, yeah, we call uh, them Feds or FBI agents. Feds, or feds glowies, but there's glowies. Yeah, there's an actual like group that was like a, almost like a pack that was like going out there. I'm like, I'm. Remembering oh, wait, 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 wait. it, Patriot Front. Is it Patriot Front? Do they it all wear the khakis and the masks, and they wear the flag? They, they're holding the flags. That's one, but I'm thinking of the other ones that showed up in like the racist attire, uh, and they're like saying they were like trying to make a, a an issue out of something, and like say, "Oh, look, all oh, Republicans are racist." Shit, I gotta find it now. It's gonna bug me. Um. um the Tiki Torch Kids or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. No, guys. That was guys. You know what I'm talking about. Well, dude, she was literally... Hold up. I told you she was a sexualized... She was slightly sexualized gray alien. I know MTMG. Dude, I had a soft spot for Brittany Venti because Eliza Blue went after her. And I'm anti-Eliza Blue. So I was like, look, I got to take Brittany Venti's side. I got to defend my girl, Brittany, and her beautiful hair. Unfortunately, she's probably a fed. She's probably a glowy. She's probably one of them. She's probably a shapeshifter. Probably. Something is wrong. Something is off about her. But to what you just said, though, Spencer. Remind me again. Sorry, I was fucking drinking. All so the, the, the touch guys, yeah, she's probably in that same category. 
the tiki torch dudes or yeah, that were like out there and um they it was like some fake racial hoax yeah. uh, it wouldn't I surprise guess. me it wouldn't surprise me dude my <laughs> kind of off topic uh she also dates uh think before you simp too she caused him to do a face reveal oh docs all right ac okay i'm gonna tell you guys this i'm not gonna dox anybody i'm gonna be respectful but there were some people, some other content creators, and I expressed that I think a lot of people went a little too hard on thing before you sip speak. Fuck, man, you got you guys got me saying it. <laughs> and um, I don't know TBYS. I never talked with him. I never really seen his content until like the whole you started dating Britney because people were you know making videos about it. And I don't know, man. I, maybe he's harmless. You know, I don't think he's a bad dude, but I could be wrong. But I get where you guys are coming from because I know under Chronic, Professor Chronic is, isn't really down with him. And, um, well, I love under Chronic. I respect under Chronic and, you know, the warband and stuff. I feel like sometimes they're a little too harsh. However, sometimes I feel that way. But then, like, you know, months later, I'm just like, oh, shit, they were right. You know, because, like, some crazy shit pops off. And they were just right there. They're right on the money, man. Like they're really like like Under Chronic is like really ahead of his time in regards to a lot of uh, crazy things that happen on the internet. He just has good instincts, man. I got a lot of respect for him, even though he's a little rough around the edges. And uh, like I'm a softy. I don't like hurting people's feel. Like in, in the real world, I don't like hurting people's feelings. But I feel kind of bad sometimes. TBI, uh, TBI, uh, think before you sleep. Went full small hat on Sandman. Whoa, you got to give me some more details on that. I want to know about that. So yeah, we got to get into the three or four shit. All right, we're done with the hoax hate. Let's talk about, um, three or fours and, uh, some of the stuff that we got to deal with. All right. So I don't know who Abby is. She's probably some kind of love guru. Let me, let's look at the picture right here on the top. Oh yeah. She looks like she's like a, a love coach, like a relationship coach. Dear Abby, my wife wants to cheat on me, so she's asking for an open marriage. All right, dude. She's cheating on you already, bro. Yeah, first <laughs> off, yeah, she's probably already cheating. Yeah, we get an STD tested. But as cool. soon yeah. as she says, I'm thinking about cheating, or I want to cheat, or I want to fuck other guys, no sex, get STD check, get your dick check for like cock warts and shit, and uh, divorce. You gotta, you gotta start doing your uh, planning your exit strategy. This is not good. Uh, but and I'm I hope you sign. Yeah, I'm kind. Yeah, dude, pray that a prenup <laughs> exists. All right. So this this simp, this pathetic simp, uh, a husband was suspicious when his wife asked for an open marriage, but he was shocked at what he found. <laughs> I'm sure. Shocked when she says that. Uh, yeah, I guess. it's like yeah. It's dude, like my wife came home and she burped and it just smelled like another man's dick. Uh, I have been with my wife for 23 years, married 19 of them. We have two grown children, ages 22 and 20. Ooh, hopefully one of them is a female and single. I recently realized she's still in love with the guy she dated just before me. Oh! How no. did I find out? Well, one day my wife and I were watching a TV show together, and out of nowhere, she asked me my opinion on open marriages. Dude, 
when she asks you that, you'd be like, well, what's your opinion on a prenup? What's your opinion on divorce? You 304. Yep. I gave her a vague answer and stated investigating why uh, and started investigating why she asked me that question. That's when I discovered text messages, phone calls, and her diary. What the fuck? Is this Anne Frank? She's got a diary? Ugh. For the last nine months, as far as I can tell, they haven't had sex yet. <laughs> You're dumb then. But she wants to. I did not confront her about it. I felt bad for invading her privacy. See, that's how we know we're dealing with like a typical Redditor. But then mm-hmm. again, she was being sneaky. I need to know if I should stay or go. Uncovered in Pennsylvania. Yeah, dude. If you need to ask a woman's opinion, like... <sighs> nah, just get the fuck out. Yeah, like, dude, what, what, what do you think, Spencer? Lay, lay it on me. Okay. This this man's dumb, for one. Yes. I, uh, major red flags. He should have just said, hey, I'm, you know, if you're going to talk about that, we're out. I mean, to, to be fair, you know, he could really love this woman and be blinded by that. We've all been there. Yeah. Right? Uh, so... Yeah, he needs to get his shit together and get out. I mean, it sucks because there's a kid involved, but, you know, then he just needs to get his shit out. Dude, that's why all, like, the get money ballers in the club are screaming, we want prenup. So before they get tied down, before they tie the knot, dude, they're in the club saying they want prenup. I want prenup. Mm -hmm. Dude, there's no fucking way, bro. Look, till death do his part. I'm all about till death do his part. I'm all about being faithful. I'm all about until we die. We're going to get old and wrinkly and ugly together. But I want a motherfucking prenup. And people think that there's something wrong with do, with, with demanding something like that. But it's like, well, do you drive a car without a seatbelt? It's not like you plan mm-hmm. to crash the car, am I right? I mean, it could be, we could be doing some demolition derbies. But That's yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. Let's, it's um, a good analogy. Well, let's hear what Abby has to say. So dear Abby, uh, I've been with my husband, Harry, for 10 years, married for four, and already I'd like a divorce. Oh, what the fuck? Hold up. Copy the... Oh, never mind. Dear Uncovered. Okay, so this is Abby. This is Abby responding to the guy. So Dear Uncovered. Copy those texts in her diary, then have a talk with your wife and ask her why she asked about your feelings on an open marriage. Because it was out of character. After she answers, say you have been thinking about her question and strongly feel your marriage should be monogamous. Then tell her you have seen the calls, texts, and diary... And if she wants to have sex with her old boyfriend, you will file for a divorce. All right. Um, this is like half good, but uh, I don't know, dude. I feel like it's too generous to the woman. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I think Abby's kind of a bitch. So I feel like Abby's still kind of slightly like defending the woman who's clearly like hoeing it up. Mm-hmm. So I'm not about this life. All right, so we got some more three or four uh, cringe. All right, where are we at here? Oh, God. Is that on the couch? What's going on here? Dear Deidre, my ex-wife cheated, so why am I on the sofa? Question mark. You're dude, Before reading this, I haven't read this, you guys. I'm just going to say this, per- this dude is a simp. This dude is a cuck. Dear Deidre, my ex cheated on me with a neighbor. Ooh. That's awful. And uh, now I'm on the sofa and panicking over how I will make ends meet. (laughs) Please tell me my comment. Yeah. What was your? What was that? 
Hey, honey. I'll be right back going, going neighbors for some milk. I know, right? Uh, let's see. I'm 34 and she's 32, and we have a gorgeous three year old daughter. Oh, man. Fuck. That sucks. And it's been a terrible year. I was devastated to come home early one day and find a male neighbor on my sofa. He's probably naked, too. His big old fucking dick flopped out. He's like, Yeah, dude, you just fucked your wife or your girlfriend. My girlfriend said he'd popped in to help her open the loft. <laughs> okay. But I could tell something underhand was going on by the shifty way he wouldn't look at me and left as quickly as he could. And also, he smelled like he just had sex, but, you know, whatever. Eventually, she admitted they had started having sex in our lounge while I was at work and our daughter was at nursery. <laughs> Dude, okay, that, that's your first red flag. Why the fuck is your daughter at nursery if that bitch is home? She said it had only happened a couple of times. That's a lie. Because she was lonely and I worked too much. Dude, again, guys, what have I been saying? What have I been saying? The worst sin you can commit against a woman is boring her. You can't bore the lady. You got to get her something to do. You got to keep her busy or she's going to fucking stray. He needs to hire a private investigator, call all local divorce lawyers in the area so they know the case and she needs to travel to get a lawyer. He then needs to serve her with papers. Yeah, probably. Personally, oh fuck, should I even admit this? I'm gonna, gonna protect admit? my ass. I'll just leave it at. The, I'm gonna leave it like this. I'm gonna protect my assets and my family's assets. And there's no way in fucking hell an outsider is gonna have claim or have stake in what my family has built and accrued for. I guess over a century. Cause I don't think it's right. I don't think it's fair. So on paper, it's going to look like I'm really poor. And uh, yeah, people can go fuck themselves. They don't like that. Okay, guys, prenups, read about them, get a lawyer, figure it out. All right. So we got to go back to this. So, um, so yeah, cheating, sleeping. Uh, she admits to it. I don't hate her, and we both want to stay friends. Okay, so we're dealing with a cuck. Financially, we need to live together and sometimes share a bed as our house is having building work done. Rip. It's difficult to still be living under the same roof. She doesn't seem to want to get the building work finished and is dragging it out, but I'm stuck in limbo and just want to move on. Deidre says, you made the right choice, a right decision to leave as your relationship was affecting your mental health. That's Okay, so he left, so that's good. But sadly, financial realities are holding you back. Your current situation is confusing for all, especially your daughter, who will feel the tension between you. I'm sending my support uh, pack when parents fall out, which will help you to understand her feelings. Oh, so it's help understand her? What about the man's feelings? As you are sure you want to split, you need to draw a line under your past relationship. It's time to make finishing the building work a priority and find a plan so you can get out, get on with your lives. All right, so Deidre is uh, retarded. Uh, another love guru. Yeah, dude, relationship gurus, especially if they're women, just totally useless. It's mm-hmm. like a dog therapist. Just why? Why do they exist? All right. We, we got some uh, hilarious videos to uh, watch and react to. All right. Let's see what's going on here. I wonder what, I wonder what uh, stupidity is going to come out of her mouth. Oh, my God. There we go. In the span of 24 hours, I had one man tell me that. Nobody will date a girl with a kid. And then I vented to another guy about the person who said that. And then 
He told me, no, that's not true. But a man doesn't want to date a girl who has slept with a lot of guys. <laughs> oh fuck man dude look i'm not trying to put you on the spot spencer but i feel like you can kind of relate yeah if you want to if you want to go in depth man you're, you're allowed to i'll just say it's i have more empathy towards people that have been put in shitty situations due to either Let's just say circumstances. I want that deeper into that. Um, but at the same time, I also have my limit to the bullshit. Look, I think that's I think that's like, fair to say. This is where this is where I break away from like a lot of like the the MGTOW guys or like the red pill dudes because uh, I'm not about like shaming women shaming women willy nilly. That's probably like a cuck thing to say, but like. You know, there's a lot of single moms out there that are, like, are good. You know, they, they got a fucking raw deal in life. And I don't want to, like, you know, throw them all in. And I don't want to put them all in the same basket, right? Because I don't like when I get generalized. It's like, oh, dude, all men are scum. It's like, dude, fuck you. You don't fucking know me. Don't call me a scum. Don't let me in with the losers that you date. Don't let me in with the chads that broke your heart because I got nothing to do with it. So I don't want to do that to to women. I don't want to do that to single moms. And not only that, dude, to, like, quote, unquote, step up. And they end up like making it work and they make it happen. You know, they, they live a happy life or whatever. They're, they're basically preventing, they're, they're basically making sure that a kid is not going to grow up without a father. They're, they're, mm-hmm. that, that kid's not going to grow up to be a fucking a, a criminal addict or whatever. They're not going to victimize people like me when I get old. So they're right. making society better and safer. So I don't want to shame them. However, this woman... This girl, this young girl, I, I don't want to say woman, dude. She looks like a fucking kid. She looks like she's fucking... 18, 19 years old. I would say she's kind of cute, even when she's crying like a retard. And, uh, you know, she could have had it all, but she decided to, uh, you know, jump. She, she jumped on the CC, the cock carousel. And, uh, <laughs> she had, uh-huh. <laughs> she had a fucking kid. She made a lot of poor choices. And, uh, yeah, man. Uh, you got a lot of you get like no sympathy for me. And again, she she made the risk. She she dared to ask a man, an honest man, do you find a woman with many sexual partners attractive or desirable? And he said no. And I'm going to say it right now. A woman who has slept with a lot of men, not my cup of tea. I got my yeah. preferences. I got my standards. Am I going to shame a man for stepping up and preventing a kid from being a bastard? No. Am I going to shame a woman who's single with kids? No. But this one, girl, you sound like you fucked up. Why else are you crying like that? Yeah. I mean, the, the contraceptives don't want, don't want the guy nutting you. Right? Dude, I mean, I mean, dude, this is, again, kind of back to like the political shit we were talking about. Dude, this is why abortion is so popular. And again, mm-hmm. when I was a young dude, and dude, back then, back when I was a fucking 19 year old, 18, 20 year old, super sexually active, I was terrified of having a kid. Mm-hmm. I was terrified of the consequences of sex. I had sex anyways. I didn't give a fuck. But I was like, if I have a kid, my life is going to be ruined. I'm never going to succeed in life. I'm, I'm, I'm over. The party is over for me if I have a kid. Yeah. So um, I was like, thank God for abortion. 
while even though I could barely afford it, I could pay the $500 for one. Granted, that's never happened. I always buy condoms and shit, but still. I get it. And that's the sentiment going on right now. Oh, hold on. We got, we got some comments here. AC, I agree. Uh, even uh, tell my mom that my daughters will never inherit nothing from me when I die. My money will not go to another man's offspring. Uh, protecting your assets and giving it to your lineage. Super chat. Thank you. Dude, thank you so much for the super chat, AC. I sincerely appreciate it. No hymen, no diamond. Cheers, man. I agree. Uh, Donovan Sharp stepped up. He married a divorcing old mom, just like a true apex. Dude, uh, man, look, I'm all about, like, like if I was talking to an insult, like, like a, I'm not even saying insult, like in a pejorative, let me put it this way. I don't like using insult. I think it's a pejorative. I think that's a, a very offensive term. If I was talking to a young man who had little to no experience with women and he's like, dude, help me out. Here's what I tell him. I'm like, dude, you gotta lose the weight. No goy slop. You gotta, you gotta be fun. You gotta figure out how to be fun. You gotta socialize. If you got no friends, you got no life. You got no social life. You're gonna get two jobs, cool jobs. You're gonna meet new people. You're gonna do new shit. You're gonna be invited to the parties. You're gonna be weird. You're not gonna be awkward. And you're gonna move on. You're gonna do awesome shit. And when it comes to like dating, and you know, once you're at a point where it's like you can reliably date women, and it's not really an issue for you. Don't fucking advertise your standards. Don't advertise your criteria to women because women are like a hive mind. They're going to fucking turn on you if you talk shit about their friend. And uh, <laughs> they're going to turn on. This is how they are. You don't want to talk shit about women. That's a terrible thing to do. One, morally speaking, it's kind of wrong. And two, you're hindering your, your romantic prospects when you do that. Women just take shit personally, even if it's not about them. Mm -hmm. Women will say things that are untrue if it's about their friend that they care about. Like, oh man, oh, I don't fuck it. I'm gonna say it. All right, there's this girl. She's really sweet. She's really kind. There's nothing wrong with her. She's not my type. I don't think she's all that. But her friends are like, oh my god, Samantha is so pretty. In Gosh. my mind, I'm like, no, she's fucking not. Are you fucking blind, dude? I wear glasses, and I I don't. You don't attack, you don't attack Samantha. If you attack Samantha, you make fun of her, all the women around her are gonna reject you. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of these red pillars, dude. Honestly, like a lot of these like cuck red pillars, like like fucking Donovan Sharp. Um, who are who are some of the other big ones? The the uh the uh, I know it's like they have all no, really and preach. Who are the other guys? Um shit. Uh is one of them. Um Oh fuck! Not the whatever podcast because those guys seem more sensible. They're genuinely religious. Um, fuck man, you guys gotta help me out because I don't watch that shit, so I don't know off the top of my head. Um, yeah, my, my buddies was used to like quote like all of those like type of like relationship like podcasters like forever until you found the one. Dude, dude, okay. Um, fuck, why can't I remember? This is what happens when you drink, guys. Don't drink. It was um, dude, like he he's basic. Fresh and fit. Fed and fraud. Yeah, that's right. Fed and fraud. Good shit, AC. Thank you for reminding me. I saw Fed and Fraud and I knew... Dude, I was watching the, the Willie Mac show and he did like deep dives into their videos. Just like calling him out and making fun of him. And he's like not really like a dissident or right wing figure or anything like that, but he's still like a reasonable, funny, cool dude. And those dudes like are on Sugar Baby websites. It's where they get some of their girls to show up on their show. And they're mm -hmm. like, 
they're just sex pests, dude. Like, why would you want to get advice from people like that? Those guys seem lonely and miserable. I don't give a fuck if they're rich. As a matter of fact, I know they're millionaires. They probably drive nice cars. And if I was, you know, given a magic lamp and the little genie was like, you want to trade places with uh, with the fresh and fit guys? I'd say no. Swear to God, no. All my life. On God, right hand up, no. Not interested. I'm better off. All right, let's move on. Oh, man, dude, this one's actually kind of interesting. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah, it's, it's not that long. It's only 37 seconds. All right, so we got a... Uh, She's got really big hair. She's kind of cute, I guess. All right, let's see. Let's hear. This video is from whoever keeps sending and showing my TikToks to my ex. Send him this one. Send him this one. Curtis, ain't you 22? Living with your 16-year-old baby mama in her grandma house? Huh? See? Dude, she looks so proud of herself. First off, that's not a fucking own on the dude. Yeah, good for him living with his family. Send your mama food stamp card? Huh? No car, no apartment, no nothing. You don't got shit. But let's, let's not talk, talk about, about that. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about how you got, got her pregnant when she was 13 years old. Ooh. But before that, you got, got your sister, sister pregnant when she was 12. Oh, we, you're not going to talk about that, huh? Huh? But I'm going to talk about it. You know what? You know what's so funny? It's like, look, let's uh, let's take this girl's word for it. Uh, Hold up. Fresh and fit. Uh, He's still hit, though. Uh, What do you mean, AC? What do you mean he's still hit, though? Uh, this is what I'll this is what I'll say about this chick. She's talking all this shit about this dude, her ex. She knows all this stuff about him. She still dated him anyways. She still slept with him anyways. Mm. Mm. Dude, uh, dude, a woman, if she's like in love with you, dude, she'll tolerate all kinds of bullshit. She'll tolerate your past. She'll tolerate all your mistakes. She'll even tolerate you smacking her around a little bit. But as soon as she becomes scorned, oh, she'll come out and she'll act all smug and shit. I think this is kind of funny. Like a woman, like, dude, like if I was, uh, like, obviously she's single, this chick right here. Uh, if, if she came out, like, if she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, dude, check out this TikTok I made of my ex. I would break up with her right there. Even if she did nothing wrong, here's what, here's what I see. She's still hung up on her ex, so that's a red flag. And two, um, she knew that the ex was, like, a scumbag and she was still, like, with him. That's a problem. So yeah, I'd say no. I don't know. What do what do, we, what do you think, Spencer? Uh I'm wondering who this chick's been sleeping with too. I mean she yeah, dude, who's, so she, who's she with now? Who's she yeah. I bet she's with somebody who's like worse. AC, that's what I meant. All that and she still uh let him hit it. I know, right? No, I yeah. get you, bro. I get you, bro. All right, we got a few more and then we're done here. Uh this is a post from the Sandman. Uh funny dude. Let's see. Men, do yourself a favor. If you own an Android phone. Wait at least three dates before using it in front of her. I can't even count on my hands, on both my hands, how many stories I've heard from women that curved the perfect man just because he has an Android phone. Dude, uh, Spencer, do you know anything about this? No, is she, is she like an iPhone fanatic? I mean, like what? Like she wants Bezos dick? I mean, what? I have like, no idea. Well, dude, the Sandman <laughs> writes, pretty um, women only date men that have iPhones. I will say this. I remember when I was younger, there was this like urban legend. Who's in charge of Apple now? I fucked up my reference. Oh, um, you know who I'm talking about? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Yeah. yeah. Well, back in the day, there was this prevailing meme, this like urban legend that if you had an iPhone, like people who owned iPhones got laid more. That may be true. However, um, 
it, basically what I say about phones, I'll say about cars. A fancy car or a fancy phone is not what's going to get you laid. And I think this is all marketing bullshit. I think this is all a scam to get people to buy these stupid fucking phones because guys want to get laid. Guys want to be successful in dating. And if you hear that people who have iPhones are successful in dating, then it's like, oh, well, you know, they'll do anything to increase their 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 chances of finding love, finding romance, finding a, someone to spend the night with. And uh, that's all I see here. But in the real world, me personally, I've never experienced such a thing. Uh, mm. However, my idiot friends, my close friends, guys who grew up with, they made fun of me because I do have an Android phone. I have the Galaxy S23 Ultra. This phone here was over a thousand fucking dollars, and they were trying to make jokes that I'm poor and shit. And I, by the way, I paid for this in cash. I don't, I don't pay monthly for phones. I don't believe in renting phones or anything like that. I'm not trying to fucking stunt or anything. I'm just, you know, laying it out there. That I think it's kind of absurd that you know some of these people that are being mocked with their Android phones, they're literally worth over a thousand dollars. But uh, again, that's the culture. That's what we're dealing with. Um, yeah, dude, fellas, if you see a woman, uh, who is uh, like vain as hell, maybe you would want to take this advice and hide your phone. First off, you shouldn't even be pulling out your phone when you're on a date with a woman, especially if you want to get laid, you want your undivided attention on the female subject. I mean, if it's going bad, I'm just going to not fucking care. And let's get on my phone. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? It's like, yeah, dude, I'm going to play Angry Birds or whatever the fuck people play these days. uh, I got to take this all here really quick. (laughs) Hang on. Uh, Let's see. AC writes, yeah, uh, uh, iPhone women are cultish and can't tell an old iPhone with a new iPhone. My business phone is an iPhone. My personal phone is an Android. Now I can control my image in front of a woman. There you go. Dude, don't, guys, don't fucking entice me to get a fucking uh, iPhone. I'll get a used one if it, if it matters, uh, if, it, if it means uh, something, but I don't think it does. All right, so we got a couple more stories, and then we're done here. Oh, no. Al Pacino to pay girlfriend $30,000 a month in child support. Uh, how Ouch. old is this guy? Uh, let's see, where's his age at? Dude, he's like in his 80s. Uh, Al Pacino will be required to pay $30,000 per month in child support to girlfriend Nor Alfela uh, for the couple's five-month-old son, Ramon. He's 83 years old! Will share legal custody of Alfela, 29, uh, though she will have primary physical custody per reports. In addition to the base amount of $30,000 per month in child support plus the percentage of annual income over $2.5 million. Pacino will pay $13,000 per month for a night nurse and agreed to contribute $15,000 per year to a college fund for their child. Holy shit. Yep. Dude. Uh, dude, we got to look up what this bitch looks like. Cause dude, he, he basically paid millions of dollars to have a fucking kid with this woman. All right. Let's look at the images of her. I might have burned. I mean, why, why not? That shit. Dude, she doesn't look like she's worth millions of dollars. I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, I wouldn't say no. He, he's He's got millions of dollars. And dude, that's she what looks he's... like AOC's older sister, dude. I don't know if I... Uh... <laughs> right, right. I mean, dude, he's 83 years old. Dude, he probably didn't do anything but just lay there. <laughs> This he's is literally. Like, oh, give it to me, good honey. I can't do an Al Pacino voice. He's like, Hoo-ah! fuck, man. Yeah. I gotta listen to some Al Pacino so I can do the voice right. Even though I can't really do voice acting anymore. Uh, so yeah, thirty thousand 
dollars. Dude, this fucking bitch is so lazy. She's like, oh yeah, by the way, I know I never have to work again in my life, but I still want a night nurse. What a fucking loser. <laughs> go and party and get the next guy to pay her more money. Dude, I know, right? What They're the like, fuck, seriously, that's what these gold diggers are all about, man. It, it's it's stupid. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> did you ever? Did you guys ever cover that one baseball uh, star that on the Dodgers that got like falsely accused? It's the yes. I mean, this didn't get falsely accused. I don't think, but it's the exact same bullshit. These women are fucking sirens. They literally try to like lure them, lure a man in, and then they fucking just take them for what they're. Like what the hell, you know? It's it's yeah. well okay. First off, that's a very unique problem to athletes and obviously superstars like Al Pacino. Uh, who won? You don't, oh yeah, <laughs> Dunkachino. Yeah, dude, <laughs> Al Pacino got Dunkachinoed by this bitch. That this bitch Dunkachinoed his fucking uh, life savings or whatever money he's got. <laughs> Are you, you know, okay, he's still racking in royalties from The Godfather and everything else. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I shared that story. I'll fucking say it on stream. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, go for it. Like, my my ex is related to that family that made The Godfather. So the Coppolas. Yeah. So it's like. I've heard some interesting stories with me and Harry dating. I'll just say that much. Oh, okay. Uh, not like, not to this specific situation, but just with how much money, I'll just say, that uh, family makes. Yeah, no, I believe it. Uh, let's see. AC writes, on a side note, have you thought about getting a cash up to get full donations? You know what, uh, AC? I'm probably going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to start linking to it so I can get support from you guys because, I, dude, honestly... Like people who watch the videos, people who support the videos, leave nice comments, like, and who donate and uh, do super chats like you have. I just want to say uh, I sincerely do appreciate it. And yeah, I'm probably going to go ahead and do that for the next show. And I'm going to organize the Discord channel. Hopefully you guys can go ahead and join that so we can have people call in and opine on these matters. And I'm going to lay down the ground rules. Uh, I'll just tell you guys really quick what I would want. Um, if you're listening to the show, uh, let, me, let, me, let me step back a little bit. I want you guys to have headphones on. So I don't hear my uh, an echo. Um, make sure that your mic is working. Uh, hopefully you're not in a car, and if you are, the window's got to be up because I don't want to sound. I don't want it to sound like you're like driving with like a convertible, because I want to be able to hear you, and I want the the audience to be able to hear you. And because uh, like I've been listening to Jack Morgan on Sundays, you know, because I'm working. You know, I'm a working class guy. I'm out in the field or I'm out the warehouse, and uh, you know, people call in. And all kinds of people call in, and some of them are kind of fucking weird. It's not Jack's fault. Jack is friendly, and he lets people in. So there's got to be some ground rules. There's got to be some quality of life rules to make sure that it's coherent and stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, the, the cash app portion of it is definitely going to be part of it. You know, so people can uh, donate and support the channel. Because, um, dude, I was going to film uh, a few videos the next few days. Unfortunately, um, I got called in tomorrow and Thursday. <laughs> And I think I'll get Friday off, but I'm probably going to end up fucking working Friday. Dude, I've been working nonstop. Not a big deal because I want to save up for like new lenses for my glasses. And uh, what else do I want? Oh, yeah. I bought the new Elgato prompter. Oh, dude, guys, I got to tell you before we go to the last story. 
This is what happened. I woke up one morning and my modem, my $500 modem was not working anymore. Oh, he read us on Discord earlier about this. Yeah, so you guys I, get to- yeah I told you, Spencer. I told you what happened. <laughs> and then my monitor that I'm looking at right now stopped working. I had to get this thing replaced. I had to get the modem replaced. Luckily, the modem was right down the street. I can just buy a brand new one. It was a $500 night Nick Gear Nighthawk, blah, 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 blah. $500, the best of the best. It's like the Rolls Royces of modem slash Wi-Fi. I think they're called gateways. And then this <laughs> fucking thing, I had to get it from Walmart. And uh, and then I returned the old one because it's broken. And they, they accepted it. So I'm like, okay, great. Are you doing are you doing like one big monitor over there? Or do you got multiple? I got I actually got multiple monitors. So right here that I'm pointing at, this is my Your main video. monitor. This is where I got OBS. And then right up there where I'm pointing my little fingers, mm-hmm. that's where I have my chat so I can see you guys, what you're saying. And then there's my uh, uh, my camera. And then right below me is the mini display, which is what you guys are... Uh, yeah, so I can... Oh, shit. Get one of those yeah. mini displays. Yeah. Well, it's actually my uh, Samsung Galaxy S9 Tab Ultra. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you tried to turn it off and on? AC, I did. I turned it off and on. I plugged it into a different outlet. I used a different power cord. I plugged it into a different outlet. I already, I'm repeating myself. I did yeah. everything I could. It wasn't turning on. It just completely died. And I'm like, well, that's fucking great. I got a show coming up, but everything worked out. And uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go to Walmart and complete the, the RMA or whatever the return bullshit. So, whatever. Uh, pain in the ass, but you know, I do it because I like doing this. Not only that, I have a uh, little monitors right here. I'm, I'm like pointing at them, and uh, they're like 24 inches. Holy shit. And they're TN monitors. And I had a TN monitor. I had the BenQ 2420 XLTE or whatever. And it was really, really great. But once you upgrade to an IPS monitor with G-Sync, oh, yeah, that's like 32, 30 inches or whatever, you can't go back. The, the the clarity, everything is just so Gucci. Just can't go back. Can't go back. All right. So we got one more story before we cut loose. Uh, we have a shorter show than usual. Uh, let's see. Wow. If an electrician can't fix it, then who can? I'm sure there is a joke somewhere in there. You know, AC, you're probably right, but I am an electrician, not a computer technician. A computer technician can go in there and like, you know, repair a circuit board. Cause whatever happened, happened when I was asleep. I didn't like spill water and water on it or anything. It just fucking broke, dude. It just stopped working. And, uh, my, professional analysis of the situation because I work with, with small electrical devices. It probably just broke, dude. You know, somebody calls me. They're like, hey, man, I got this GFCI, you know, outlet. I got this switch and it doesn't work anymore. I don't know what's going on. And I go in there and I was like, yeah, man, I tested it. You know, uh, you know, uh, electricity was flowing through. Unfortunately, the device was not, reg- you know, not working. They're like, well, why did that happen? I'm like, you know, sometimes shit just breaks, dude. There's no good answer for it. Just sometimes it just breaks. Especially with how cheaply shit's made nowadays. Well, um, that's unless you buy like high end premium stuff, which oh, I do, and I always yeah. uh, like I have my 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 car and I have my my Milwaukee packout gear just full of uh, Leviton outlets, Leviton switches, etc. And those are generally made in the U.S. So that's what I always recommend. Um. So yeah, I, dude, I've seen you know 
like a like a good computer technician repair shit like that's just way beyond me dude i don't know anything about that kind of circuitry i'm probably going to end up learning eventually cuz i know leviton the the company they sell their own electrical panels and we're going to get to a point where homes they're not going to have circuit breakers it's all going to be computerized it's going to be like one main computer that you install on a wall and everything plugs into it and it's all neat and fancy and just like super it's almost as electricity in the future in my opinion it's going to be as easy as building a pc granted but do you it's just, want it to be it's easy. easy it's easy now it's for for me it's easy now but it's going to be so easy like anybody can do it I'm gonna derail this, but what goes wrong if that system gets hacked or like that system breaks as opposed to like a physical breaker, right? No, you're what? right. They're, that, they're, that would be my concern. No, you're you're one hundred percent right. That is a real concern. And like right now, like I think electricity, I don't know how long this is gonna take. I just feel that that might be the direction that we go in. Leviton is leading the way because they they sell like smart breakers, but even their breakers are eerily okay. similar to the circuit breakers in my home. I actually just recently replaced all of my circuit breakers like a year and a half, maybe two years ago. I paid about $600 for all my circuit breakers. Brand new, all brand new. And I were just all I did was replace the older ones. That technology is literally older than myself. The circuit breakers that, that were in my house prior to me moving here, they're over 30 years old. They're literally older than me. And um, they still work. So I don't foresee the technology really changing all too much anytime soon but in the future it's gonna be as simple as like building a computer that's just my thoughts i could be okay. wrong but uh yeah we'll see so we got one more video guys and then we're gonna clear out and uh i don't know play video games all right Bye, so it's a, it's a short video it's a short video <laughs> oh, hold on. i gotta restart this thing My girlfriend cheating and got my petty revenge. I was in a relationship that would have been seven years this month. We hadn't gone anywhere for our previous anniversaries before and always joked about waiting eight years before engagement while also waiting ten years to get married. I'm really bad at keeping secrets, but this time around I was being really good about it. I was planning on a nice trip to propose to my girlfriend a year early and even booked us a hotel room by the beach. Two weeks before this she talked to my mom about us getting married and I thought she wanted as much as I did too. She would tell me throughout the years we were together that if cheating on her was ever a thought that crossed my mind then I needed to tell her first so she could leave. Two months ago, she started to act differently but told me it was the side effects of her new medication. She has a lot of medical issues, so it made sense that she's had wild mood changes due to her medication before. On a Friday night, she went to bed without saying anything, which I found weird because she usually talks to me before bed. Again, I brushed it off and assumed it was just another side effect of her meds and started looking through Reddit. Seven of the top 35 posts were about cheating, each from different subs, and as I was reading through a few, something made me clicked. Her phone wasn't tucked under her pillow for once, and while I had never felt the need to go through her before, I had the sudden urge to know what she had been hiding on there. I didn't find anything and felt extremely guilty for looking, but then I saw an archive tag in her text messages, and that's when I stumbled on it. There was a video of her pleasuring herself that she had sent to some guy I'd never heard of. There were messages between them that dated back months of them going back and forth reciting what sounded like some gross dialogue from a bad adult film. I don't know if they ever met, but I didn't really care at this. Point. I woke her up, showed her that I knew what she had done and left. Then the next morning I woke up to a massive non-apology text about how she was doing things that were unhealthy for her. The fact that she didn't even feel the need to apologize or take accountability for what she had done really sealed it for me. I was done. I didn't fight with her. I didn't call her names. I just came up with a plan that I had to act on fast. We were supposed to spend the entirety of the next day with her family for her dad's 50th birthday, so I knew she would be gone all day for that. I called up my parents, some friends, and a couple of family members to come over and help me with my plan. 
In six hours we moved almost everything out of the apartment because a large majority of it was full of things I bought. The couches, bed, TVs, electronics, dishes, silverware, and even the Wi-Fi router. The only things left when we were done were clothes, some crafting supplies and some of her wicked stuff. Some things I decided against bringing with me in order to be stored, so I just threw those out in the dumpster instead of leaving them there for her to use. I took everything I could down to the food. There was nothing to sit on and no place to sleep but the floor, with no blankets or pillows. She tried to reach out by calling me through various social media apps, but I just blocked her on everything, deciding against talking to her at all. Her parents tried to contact my parents, but my parents quickly blocked them, not wanting anything to do with her or her family. My family and I have 100% ghosted this girl after stripping the entire apartment. Some might call it petty, but I was ready to propose to this girl and all things considered. I think I handled it pretty well. Yeah, I would my girlfriend cheating and got my petty revenge. I was in a relationship that would have been seven years this month. Damn it. That's enough. All right. So... All right, so first off, we got we to gotta praise the brother for doing the right thing. He was wronged, <clears throat> he caught infidelity, and he ghosted the chick. He even got the family to ghost the chick. He removed himself from the toxic situation. Respect. That's how you handle it, like a gentleman. However, he fucked up. There were some red flags before the cheating, before they even got together. Mm-hmm. She's a Wiccan, so she's probably fat. What the fuck are you doing, dude? Get away from her. She's a Wiccan. Don't take don't take people who don't take women who are Wiccan seriously. You took her seriously. You respected her, and she cheated on you. That's your fault. <sighs> Goddamn. But he did the right dude. That's 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 what I look. Okay, so there, there's red flags. There were some red flags that were presented in the story. So as soon as a woman you're in a relationship with or you're married to or whatever, as soon as she breaks character. She might be cheating. As soon as she breaks pattern, she's probably cheating. You got to be wary of people who break their patterns. So people generally get into a routine, generally get into a pattern in life, pattern of behavior. When that pattern of behavior breaks or it dramatically changes and you notice it, something's going on. The guy knew it and I guess he largely ignored it for the most part. Um, So yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, he did the right thing, you know, for because I can kind of forgive it. You know, I'm giving a, I'm busting, I'm busting his chops, but, um, I might, I might be able to forgive it, you know, cause you, you're in fucking shock, right? You, you can't believe that shit happened to you. You can't believe that you were betrayed. So I can understand it. So maybe I'm being too harsh. So, uh, yeah, let's just, uh. Go over some of the what you got anything to say about that story, Spencer? I mean, if you were there, was it seven years they were together and he hadn't proposed or whatever, I'm sure the woman's thinking about cheating, you know, yeah. it's <laughs> because you're not you're not giving her what she wants. She's I mean, the, the the takeaways I got from that was it sounded like she's brought up the, the idea and he's kind of like, you know, uh, yeah, you know, 10 years, yada, yada, yada. She she started looking years ago. You're probably right. <clears throat> All right, so we got some funny bookmarks. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is from uh, not a friend of the channel, but somebody I'm a fan of, Sean Fitzgerald. This is the most pointless DNA test in history. Dude, this is the video that we were testing out the audio with. <laughs> yeah. This is a photo of James. And these are their four-year-old twins, Stormy and Jameson. Dude, the and most delusional see, man on the planet. Oh, yes, it's question mark twin, and I'm positive he's the father. I have never cheated on James. Bro, dude, she's so bad at acting. Like, I can just tell she's lying by the way she said that. <laughs> dude, <laughs> 
Look, I man. Black, half Hispanic. Look, I'm not one to make, you know, comments about kids. You know, like I love kids and I don't like to shit on kids, but this reminds me of the El Goblino meme. Oh, God. God, please forgive me for saying that. But I couldn't resist thinking of the El Goblino meme. <laughs> Dude, if I was in the audience, I'd be like, yo, it's for the streets, for the streets. I, I'd just be like, just going full Andrew Tate on this chick. <laughs> <laughs> when, when it comes to four year old Stormy James. James. You, you are, are not. <laughs> Dude, why is she mad? She's like, yo, she's mad because like, why yo, why don't, why didn't you fall for it? She. Yeah. Dude, look how sad that simp looks, bro. It's like, how yeah. fucking retarded. <sighs> I'm, I'm gonna I mean just hope that he's all like, look, I played the <laughs> game. I, I went along with it, and I'm hoping that they, they gave him like $10,000 to do this. Mm -hmm. Man. Dude, like if, Andrew Tate, like, if Andrew, like, this is how Andrew Tate can redeem himself. He get like a show like on like primetime TV, like on cable TV, and did like a show like this, just like roasting women, like on a professional, like in a professional setting and shit. Oh, dude, it'd be so fucking funny. Um, let's see, what else do we got here in the bookmarks? Um... Uh, just oh, yeah, election no. shit. I don't know. I'm not gonna watch this. Uh, fucking soy boy bitch, chimping out. Might, been, might as well have been walking into my home So dramatic. I'd be like, dude, you're a pussy. I just call him a pussy, just nonstop. Be like, go away, you fucking pussy. Well, I'd say other <laughs> things too, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking try to overthrow elections with violence. You goddamn mm. right. You goddamn right. And then you're out here among decent people. Who's decent? I'm gonna be like, next time we'll, we'll win, and when the revolution comes, you will not be spared. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking, uh, I'd probably get the FBI uh, coming to my house. Candor. Spencer would have to be like the sane voice in the room. Be like, yeah, Giovanni was just kidding. Yeah, right, he's just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, this, dude, I don't even know if I can show this video, but we're going to do it anyways. Dude, this is kind of funny. It's only like 20 seconds long. Okay. <laughs> So, no, so um, someone I'll call you, Andrew Brock on I'll, this guy. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm gonna no. give you guys my professional legal experience slash opinion. What he did was felony assault. He was not technically threatened. Uh, he was not in a very dangerous situation besides being at high speeds. Being annoyed and challenged to a fight is not a valid excuse for pulling out a deadly weapon and pointing it at someone's face. Um, and he does it all gangster-like, too. Yeah, first off, you wouldn't even have hit him with that gangster, yeah. you know, the... I, I don't want to pull out my gun, but, you know, you guys get the, the gangster look. 
Dude, I feel like yeah. a raptor. I got my little raptor claws. I'm like, yeah, this is how I hold my guns, you guys. But yeah, um, uh, no, uh, this is really stupid. Uh, one, to film it, and two, to upload it to the internet. That was a really bad idea. Well, what could have happened was the douchebag in the other car called the police because he's a bitch. And he's like, yeah, this guy pointed a gun at me. And then the cops came and they seized this dude's like dash cam or whatever. And that's why we have the video. It's probably what happened. Really sad. Or it's, or it's like uh, one of those fucking memes where they try to like make it look real. But I don't think this is a meme. I think this is legit. I mean, I can't imagine how many times some, something like this has happened. It's never been recorded. The one time that it is, I'm just going to le- I'm going to assume it's real. Uh, yep. Let's see. What else do we got here? Oh, yeah. This is kind of like some interesting polling. The National Democratic Primary. This is from the Noble Predictive, the center square. Mm-hmm. They report that Biden matched up against some of the heaviest hitters in the Democratic Party. He wins resoundingly, convincingly against Miriam Williamson, the hippie grandma, plus 69%. He's at 77%. Williamson is at 8%. Against mm-hmm. Big Mike Obama with a big fat cock, Biden is at 46% and Mike Obama is at 44 Biden against Bernie Sanders, we, uh, he's at 29%, but Biden is at 60 Pritzker beats him, 50 plus points. Ocasio-Cortez, he's at 43, she's at 22 Clinton, he's at plus 24 Dude, he crushes all these retards. Even Newsom. Biden is at 55% and Newsom is at 28 so once again, God, don't get me Newsom. Do I not know. get yeah. me Newsom in that one. I having had dealt with that in California. Nope, 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 nope. All right, uh, let me read this. Geo, I it, uh, I might be a Hispanic thing, but I have a little bit more control on recoil with a slight tilt. How do I know this? I was shooting in a course with a cop, and they mentioned they shoot better turning sideways. I tried it, and it's legit. I guess I you're sure, bro. we can make it legit too. Okay, first off, I'm not a professional shooter, so I don't want to comment on that per se. But um, oh man, hold up, let me pull it out really quick. I'm gonna remove the magazine, so this is this is safe. This is empty. Oh shit! Hold on, my fucking thing just popped up. Close this out. The only way that I can imagine it like being sideways is like sometimes people like like do shit like this. I don't know if that, um, but I, I just I can't imagine hitting anything like this. Yeah. If I'm just like, like this, I, I don't so know, dude. Like I'm always like this. I keep it closer to my chest, or or I start close to my chest and then I move it outwards. Like that's that's how I would shoot. Um, granted, I never pulled out my gun in a car, and then I aimed it at somebody. That's not something mm-hmm. I've ever done. By the way, for for YouTube, this is that's an airsoft that's airsoft right yeah, there. Yeah, it's an airsoft gun. Hey, bada bing! It's an airsoft gun. It's not uh, real. It's an airsoft gun. I'm a pussy. I don't know anything about firearms. I'm a total yep. soy boy. I'm I'm a registered Democrat. Got him finally. <laughs> Dude, someone's gonna clip that. And they're like, "This is the truth about the Watch Frogs. They're not really one of us. They won't <laughs> name them." <laughs> I don't hate I don't hate the chosen people. You know, like I don't hate anybody. 
you know, I've had all kinds of people reach out to me on Discord and via email. They want to buy stuff from me or they want help with their streams. They want help with, uh, you know, technical stuff. And I'll help them. Dude, I'll help people all over the world, man. I love people. I like people. I just, again, I'm just America first. I want to put America first. You know, there's plenty of people like from India, from Japan, from wherever. And they're like, yeah, dude, we got all these problems in our countries. We want to remove the problem. I'm not against those people. You know, that's they live there. I'm all for it. I wish people would extend that courtesy to me. But yeah, um, you know who's missing from this uh, this list, uh, Spencer? Governor Whitmore oh. and Meghan Markle. I wonder uh -huh. why they were excluded from this list. Dude, Meghan Markle uh, and uh, Governor Whitmore, they would fucking crush Biden. He wouldn't stand a chance. It's why they're omitted from this. All right, what else do we got? Um, I'm going to watch this later. Uh, Sean Fitzgerald, uh, not a friend of the channel, but somebody who I deeply respect. He debated Destiny, the soy boy. I'm going to look at those later. Oh, dude, the manifesto. Fuck, man. I pulled, out a, I pulled out a airsoft gun on stream. And it's like, dude, do I really want to talk about this manifesto? Uh, you know what? I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go over like the 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 exact contents, but I'll, I'll say here's what I noticed. Here's what I noticed about the manifesto. The opinions that were held by Audrey Hale. These were opinions that were promoted and endorsed by the permanent government. These were the opinions that were promoted by academia, by the higher university, by higher learning institutions. Uh, we we see it promoted by Hollywood. Audrey Hale's opinions about white individuals, white Americans or ethnic Europeans, it's um it's endorsed by mega corporations, by governments, by pop culture, if you will. Their political views, their worldview is technically and literally mainstream. And I can't really repeat the things that were said, but I'm going to summarize them quickly for you guys. The Audrey Hale, the individual who was a transformer, expressed hateful and racist rhetoric against white and ethnic Europeans. And they wished to bring grave harm to them. They were very methodical about the kind of harm they wanted to bring about to these kids. And by the way, some of the victims were not even white. They were like, like staffers at the school. But their hatred and animus towards white, which is state-sponsored, was very apparent. And it makes one wonder why the regime would want this information hidden from the public. The Charlottesville people, by the way, who were not violent, they were, uh, they were all docs. Their worldview was published worldwide. Um, you know, you look at other mass shooters. If it is in concert with the regime, it's published automatically. It's published by default. And, of course, Trump and people like myself are blamed for it. But when you have anti-white rhetoric, anti-European rhetoric that's sponsored by the government, it's a secret. And it's disgusting. And it, it makes it even worse that, like, the victims were little kids, little white kids. She called them racial slurs, which I will not repeat, even though, like, no one really cares and no one's really hurt by them. Because white people, white European people, they're generally more patient and better. By the way, when people say white, there's like people who are Hispanic who are like, even though they're like Hispanic or like of Latino origin or whatever, they're still technically white because that's how they look. Um, the chosen tribe, they don't consider themselves white, but they look it, which is why we're seeing a lot of discrimination 
hatred, racism, and bigotry against the chosen types uh, demographic. And um, again, racism has no place here on this channel. I am categorically against it. I do not discriminate against anybody. All people all around the world are welcome to comment and join the so-called conversation on this channel. And I will not hate them. I'd be actually, I'm actually grateful that people from all over the world uh, are willing to converse with me. And um, yeah, this is sad. This is, this is upsetting. Uh, this, what we're seeing here, this is like what happened with the Charleston shooter. The, the young boy uh, what was it, Kevin Rudolph or whatever. I, I don't remember the kid's name. He uh, ended up killing those, uh, those black Americans, those African Americans at that church in Charleston. And uh, he prayed with them before he did it. And this girl, this transformer, I, don't, I shouldn't even have said that because now I'm going to get more demonetized for misgendering this person. But uh, this individual had resentment against white individuals and people who she perceived to be rich. Uh, lamenting the fact that they drive Mustangs and shit. But she killed little kids who can't possibly drive physically. And... Um, you know, you have the Biden regime saying they're sympathetic towards the Transformers community when little kids are dead. When this person expressed racist, bigoted uh, opinions. When we're told that that is the worst thing that you can do in the year 2023 is to hold those kind of views. But Audrey Hill had them. And those opinions, for whatever reason, were hidden from the public. And now people might get arrested for revealing the truth, like Steven Crowder. Uh, police officers that helped to leak that story to Steven Crowder's network are fired. Men who dedicated their life to uh, protecting and serving the public are, have lost their job for revealing the truth under the guise of offending and hurting the family, re-victimizing them, as they put it. And I think that's bullshit. I don't know, Spencer, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, those, those police officers that leaked that were the whistleblowers to yeah. what happened should receive accommodations, but because they're going against the three-letter agencies and certain worldviews, they're going to be chastised and they're going to have their lives ruined. Oh, yeah. You know? <clears throat> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you guys some snippets from Breaking 911. By the way, great handle to follow on Twitter. Metro Nashville Police Department issued statement regarding release of purported school shooters manifesto. No, fuck, I shouldn't have said those words. The photographs are not MNPD crime scene images. So they're basically, they basically admit, it's already, they admitted that these images of the manifesto are authentic. Steven Crowder broke a really important story. Unfortunately, it wasn't soon enough because it probably would have swayed an election. So some of the uh, the results that we got, they, they could have been changed. Uh, let me see if I can read some of this shit for you guys. Hurt, I'm gonna I'm I'm sugarcoating this by the way. Hurt those kids, Audrey Hill says. Those slur against white kids going to private fancy schools with those fancy quackies. I think she meant khakis. In sports backpacks, I don't know what a sports backpack is, with their daddy's Mustangs convertibles. Fuck you, little shits. I wish to end you, weak ass dicks, with your mop yellow hair. 
So I think that's a slur for like blonde haired kids. Want to hurt you little slur against ethnic Europeans, bunch of little F slurs with your white privilege. Fuck you F slurs. Dude, that reads like something I would hear in a Call of Duty lobby. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you remember years ago where you'd actually be able to say all that shit and be like, oh, this is beautiful, asshole. He's mad. But now it's like there's actually people out in the world, like said individual that, uh, like I said earlier on the stream, have mental illness and are doing evil acts. And those people should be punished. Yeah, uh, Friedrich Marx, welcome. I'm sorry you didn't get the notification. We did start the show about 40, 50 minutes later than I expected because I'm a boomer. Uh, but, uh, Spencer, to what you said, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. Okay. What I see here, well, you're half right. I, let me take that back. You're you're half right. You're, you're on the right track. But what I see is not a mental illness problem, but a ideology problem. This... The manifesto. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna be raw with you guys. I'm gonna be raw as fuck with you. And again, I've read these kind of musings before in a professional setting. I have been in the minds of very violent, disgusting, ugly people, and I'm telling you right now what I'm seeing here. For lack of better words, someone who is ideologically possessed, which is almost tantamount to being possessed by demons. Because well, this no. reads like a conversation in their head that they are hearing. Mm-hmm. That's what well, I see. Be a mental illness, though, if that's going on. If they're in a state like that, couldn't that be like medically? And I know you're not a doctor, so we're not for YouTube policies. We're not yeah. talking about Yeah, we're doctors. not diagnosing anybody. We're just we're expressing not, our yes. opinions based off the facts. Go on, continue. Yes, exactly. Um, so wouldn't that go... Theoretically, couldn't a doctor classify that as like an illness of some type? Because, I mean, a lot of these people that are indoctrinated, like this individual, right? Yeah. It's there's there's a reason they're indoctr- uh, indoctrinated, right? They, I hate to say it, but they don't have as good of mental fortitude to resist that type of action than other people do, whether that be genetic versus you know England the genetics versus nurture argument right yeah on how that individual was raised all that kind of stuff but you know in, in the end this I hate to say it but I mean we're gonna keep seeing this shit until there are some major changes made to our public school system right I mean who who is the one that I mean you hear? Oh, let me just, let me rephrase. I have to be very careful what I say here. Yeah, yeah, please. I don't want to get banned. Yeah, I'm not trying to get you banned. There are evil people in the world, and it's how do you prevent those evil people from corrupting our youth and without trampling on civil liberties? You know, I hear what you're saying, and you're not really. Off track. I'm trying, but what yeah, I, I will say this though. I will say this though. Because I feel topic. like the whole like momento illness is kind of a cop out. Like, mm-hmm. I live in Las Vegas. There's an army of homeless people here. There's literally documentaries about homeless people who live underneath the Las Vegas strip. And I've interacted with the homeless. I'd get off work when I worked for the government. I get off work because usually our government offices are in the ghetto. So I get off work and I go to the gas station 
and there'd be homeless people walking around all over the place. And a lot of them ex-drug addicts. A lot of them do have mental illness. Their minds are literally physically and mentally damaged from drug use, from abuse, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm a huge softy. I'm a huge libtard when it comes to the vulnerable, to the weak, et cetera. And I know these people. I've been around with these people. I've lived with these people. I've worked with these people and I've worked for them because I was a servant of the public that I worked for them. And my job was to make sure that they were safe and they were okay and they got the help that they got that they needed. Mm-hmm. Homeless people, people who are mentally ill, the majority of them, the vast majority of them are completely and totally harmless, but they are mentally ill. The mm-hmm. This idea, this myth, this meme that mentally ill people are like a danger or a threat to society, I just don't fundamentally believe when I see, when I read the musings of this shooter, this is ideological possession. This is an individual who is completely motivated. This, this person was all ideology and nothing else. Does it make it, is it more plausible that this wouldn't have happened had this person not been on yeah. certain, not been consuming certain pharmaceutical products? Probably. Yep. Uh, is it possible this person was pushed to do this because of the things that they put in their own body? Medically speaking, yeah, probably. But uh, however, there's plenty of people that are on these medications that are broken, for lack of better Mm -hmm. words, and they're not harming little kids. They're not plotting to hurt little kids. They're not making racist statements against little kids. This is all ideology. All ideology. And uh, again, as somebody who is, this is a libtard in me talking. I just don't like uh, attacking people who are legitimately mentally unwell yeah because i mean i mean because i'm not taking it to that extreme too because i mean then you could say oh autism you're on the spectrum you know yada 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 you know you know you get down that rabbit hole which i don't want to go down yeah none of that but it's it's what i'm what i'm getting at is the people that are like known schizophrenic yeah right the ones that would actually do this type of shit because the voice in their head is telling them, oh, the demons, they're going to get me. You know, if, if I don't, like, do this, they're going to get me, right? And Dude, This I mean, girl, Audrey, not, not a girl, I apologize. This person, their ramblings reads like they were possessed by demons. This is what I imagine being possessed by demons looks like. I can't even show you guys the close-up view of this because there's racial slurs against rainbow people and of course ethnic Europeans and I apologize if anybody saw that um but yeah um the regime hid this and the FBI is going to get involved the the governor is getting involved the activists are getting involved the Biden regime got involved and nobody likes the fact that this exists and that it's out there and people are talking about it and that would be a coward if I didn't do so myself. And and I know I'm doing it to a great risk. You know, I'm taking a risk t- talking about this, but I'm just saying what I see here. This is somebody who obviously is not mentally well. They're not in a good place. They're very angry, jealous, resentful. And when you mix that up with an ideology that suggests that uh, white your ethnic Europeans are essentially non-human and are... Uh, vile and should be dispensed with in the physical sense then uh, yeah the, the the actions make sense to me and um more people should talk about it and publish this mm-hmm. well uh let's get lighthearted before we clear out of here uh we got uh who is this caitlin 22 years old <laughs> i'm married i like honesty straight up so i'm going to be honest here 
I have a family, husband, and one kid. I want some side action, however. So if you're not willing to sneak around and be risky, don't waste my time. My husband is weak and starting to get a dad bod. So you have to lift. <laughs> I'm looking to fill out my fantasy of a strong, muscular man. <laughs> Dude, I'll say this. I'll say this. One of the greatest gay ops, global American empire operations, pushed on the American public is that like dad bods are desirable. I remember like, I don't know, like a year or two ago, maybe three or three or four years ago, like dad bods were like the thing. They're like, oh, dude, look at this hot bitch. And like with her man, he's got a dad bod. Dad bods are so desirable. And then you look at all the dudes getting divorced, getting all their shit taken from them. They all got dad bods. I think, I think that you know with that when that Thor movie came out where yeah. Thor was all depressed. So what was me? I'm the god of thunder, and I'm drinking, and I'm like sad. And it's like, no, dude, like fuck, not like literally. I think that was around that time because when did that movie come out? Like uh, it's a couple of years ago. I, uh, I haven't. 2018, 2019. I don't know. Yeah. So if that aligns, chat. Check us on that, or check me on that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just, it seems that that's been around for a little while, dude. It's a I mean, psyop, dude. Like it's all like, oh yeah. By the way, fellas, go ahead and get fat and retarded, and chicks will want to fuck you. That doesn't sound accurate at all to me. That sounds like you're being set up for a trap. Uh, yep. I wanted to go over this dude being unfunny and retarded. Oh, fuck it, dude. We're gonna watch it. I'll do, I'll do my impression, impression. I'll do an impression of every classic rock song ever. Okay. okay. This is not iDubs, by the way. Okay. So it'll be just some fucking guy, bigger, dumber hair than I. Bars? Okay. Okay, relax. Um, big, stupid hair, and his name is like... His name is Knife. What? <laughs> like his legal name is Knife somehow. And he's just like... This girl is hot as hell. And guess what? She's only 12. Uh, dude, I, you know, I remember wow. when, um, you know, I was at work and we're getting all the footage of all those uh, little babies getting decapitated. We're getting all those footage of uh, those women being paraded around by uh, Muslim terrorists. And um, it was really sad, but somehow that is light years funnier than this dude. Uh, this is pretty fucking bad. Uh, this guy's name is Curtis Connor. I don't know, dude. This was sent to me, and everyone's kind of like memeing on it. Like, look, dude, it's almost getting ratio, bro. Dude, three point two million people saw this, and only three thousand <laughs> liked it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see if we can. Uh, uh, Trevor, shout out to Trevor. Uh, he's fucking hilarious. He says, you'll never be uh, seen as a comic. And I wrote, uh, Hit Hort uh, Hortler got more laughs during his speeches. Cry dubs is to comedy what 9-11 is to comedy. Uh, yeah, by the way, this is a boomer post from me. I apologize because I thought this was iDubs. I legitimately thought this was iDubs. I had no idea, but apparently it isn't. Mm. Uh, let's see, what else do we got here? Oh, man, I don't want to go over the Ripperverse shit. Uh Maybe for another time. 
Dude, I don't feel like going over any of this shit. This is this is old. I can't post this video, play this video here, because the guy, the the black dude, I know he's got the the N word pass, but he says the N word, and I don't want to get banned for him saying the gamer word. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez, you know who Sarah Gonzalez is, right? Yep, I do. Yeah, so she had, she ended up posting this uh, this she made this tweet, and it was actually kind of important. And uh, this is something I kind of sort of experienced. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read what she said and then I'm gonna I'm gonna get into it. So twice within the last month, I've been approached at two different gas stations by two different men who have walked up to me, credit card in hand, and asked if I could come over toward their gas toward their car and help them figure out how to use their credit card at the gas pump. Not once did they ask for money. They asked me to follow them. In fact, the first one I briefly informed he had to leave his card in the machine until it told him to remove, and he persisted asking me to walk over and physically show him. Yeah, it is sketch. Both times, I obviously declined and left ASAP, but this has never happened to me before. Now it's happened twice in a month under totally different circumstances. What adult owns a car but doesn't know how to use a credit card at a gas pump? Red flag emoji. I spoke with my friend, Boy Jaco, uh, who confirmed human trafficking is happening at gas stations at an accelerated rate. Okay, first of all, that's fear-mongering bullshit. Is something shady happening? Yes. Human trafficking, that's a stretch. Uh, is happening not with at, the southern border, man. All the stories from there. Uh, she is, you know what? You know, I take that back. She is in Texas. She is in Texas. Ladies, please be vigilant. Watch your six, which basically means watch your back. And always be aware <laughs> of your surroundings and always be locked and loaded. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez was or is the woman who was uh, groped by Elijah Schaefer, who's like a total fruitcake pansy. And uh, and he's like a sex pest. Uh, I know Sarah Gonzalez is like on the older side, but she's one. Well, she's married, and I, I think she's kind of pretty. So ever, ever come out as being like proven? No, no, not yet. Uh, I think the claims, in my opinion, in a video game, the claims are true. Um, I think that the case is still ongoing. I'd have to double check. Elijah Shaver's all like hush hush about it, so I'm I'm sure he's guilty I mean, for for obvious reasons. If you're in a lawsuit, yeah. That would that would make I don't sense. Know about you. I don't give a fuck about a lawsuit. If someone's accusing me of some shit I didn't do, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I didn't do it. They're liars. I think he did say something like, hey, I didn't do that shit, and then he just like went silent. But you know, I yeah. Well, <laughs> well, anyways, anyways, I'll say this: this is something to be really mindful of. So me, I'm a dude. I'm not a pretty woman like fucking Sarah Gonzalez. And I was at a gas station on my motorcycle, and I was pumping gas in it. So I. The way that I pump my gas on my bike, I roll up and I'm literally like not even a foot away from the actual pump itself. So I can physically with my arm reached out, I can like pay for my gas, take my card back, put in my wall, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like sitting there chilling, you know, and like I actually have to like physically look inside the gas tank to make sure, you know, like when it's full, because it's not like a car. You put a the fucking the, the bullshit in the car and you can pump gas, you can walk away from it and you come back and it's done. That's not how bikes work. So I get ran up on by some dude, some young kid, not a kid, but a younger guy. And he's like, hey, man, you want to buy this shit from me? I'm trying to save money for college. I've never had that happen to me ever in my life. And another time mm -hmm. I was at a different gas station, literally across the street. And dude, some kid comes up to me and he was like asking me for money. And it was for like some bullshit. You know, he was trying to sell me something. And I'm like, nah, dude, I don't got any fucking money on me, man. I don't know. I don't know what you want from me. 
And, uh, yeah, so Sarah Gonzalez is not being hyperbolic or farming for her comments or anything. Dude, she's being honest. Uh, there are scams. There's shit going down at these uh, gas stations. People are seizing on the opportunity to walk up on, um, you know, people who just, like, don't see it coming. And, um, you know, with the economy being as awful as it is, yeah, people, you know, some people are legit. But, you know, the people, when, when there's desperation in the country... People are going to try to take advantage of you. People are going to try to hustle you. People are going to try to scare you into giving them the money, even if they're not going to harm you. But you don't know that. So that's why Sarah Gonzalez is posting a picture of this gun. I don't know. Have you ever, have you experienced any uh, weirdos at the at the gas pump, Spencer? Uh, only in Vegas. Mm. Uh, what's up with you guys up there? I, 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 don't, I don't know, dude. It's Vegas. It's a big city. No, there's uh, a couple times I've had some weird incidents. Uh, there's a car wash down the street from my house next to the gas station. And like there's, I was washing my car, and some dude was approaching me for money and stuff. But like talking with my, one of my buddies, who is a uh, former LEO, uh, that's like usually them scoping out to see if they can rob you or take your car. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. by the way, the, LEO is short for law enforcement officer. For those who don't. Yeah. Know. So he uh, he's like yeah. Probably sketch. I mean, I'm 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 a CCW holder, so I, I mean, I, I never want to get into those situations. But I have the ability to defend myself if the need arose. I'll yeah, just say I, that. I, I open carry. I open carry. And <clears throat> I'm not going to get into fucking debate with the people who like guns and shit. I know what I got to do to defend myself. I personally like open carrying because it basically like open carrying is kind of like having nukes and people knowing it's a deterrent. <laughs> people know not to yeah. with me. And, and, and by the way, open carrying mm. has prevented a violent crime against myself. I've literally deterred a violent crime against myself. I'm literally a uh, statistic. And, yep. uh, you know, again, if somebody wants to conceal carry, respect. I got no hate I, animus I, towards you guys. I just prefer, I mean, I've opened carry, I conceal carry, actually. So I just won at that event that I was talking about. Um, there was, they did a raffle, and I ended up winning a holster. Yeah. I was a dumbass to not realize they had a new AR-500, um, like, target. Yeah. With like the full, you know, setup, I thought that someone already claimed it. Yeah. Could have grabbed that, but anyways, I got a new holster for my 1911. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, it was like, eh, it works, you know, kind of cool. Also, but is, uh, oh, sorry about that. Uh, shout out to uh, Jesus Cow. What's up, man? Thank you for joining us. All right, sorry, go on, man. Continue. Yeah, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say. I mean, but if I have the option, I would prefer not. Knowing that people know that I have a firearm on me until they need to know, you know, I I respect it. I use the whole incident with when I was filming the was it George Floyd Blam Tifa riots during Trump's administration. Yeah, Um, night and day difference. So I was down there filming one night. I'm wearing all black, wearing all my metal gear. I'm not on camera right now. Apologies, guys. My my rooms and mats had some shit going on. You good, bro? You good? Don't worry about it. I would wear like just my normal like have to go to a metal show like all black right. No, everyone for the most part would leave me alone, right? Um, like I had one group come up to me, kind of hood types, so like, "Bro, what are you doing with the camera?" I'm like, "Oh man, just filming all this shit, you know? It's it's crazy, you know? Just documenting." He's like, and they're like, "Oh yeah, bro, that's awesome, you know?" And then like was left alone past there, but. When I, when I was wearing normal clothes, like you would if you were out filming and trying to look somewhat professional, freaking Blackrock came up to me and threatened me. Really? What well, did they say? What, what kind of threats did they throw at you? 
Oh, they're just the usual shit. Like, you know, get the fuck out of here. Why are you filming us? Yada, yada, yada. And they did this right in front of LEO, by the way. Right? It was undercover. Mm-hmm. Law enforcement officer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was standing like a little bit ways behind. Yeah, by the, by the way, Spencer, uh, before we clear out of here, tell people yeah. what it is that you do. Because I, I, you've done interviews with uh, with, with the, the shot callers, with the big wigs in the, uh, on the right, like Harry Lake, etc. Yep. You know, you, you've talked with uh, Sheriff Lamb, uh, Connor Lamb. That's his name, right? Connor Lamb? Sure. Uh, it's Mark Lamb. Mark, Mark Lamb. I don't know who Connor Lamb is. Anyways, Mark I think Lamb. That, was that his kid that passed or something? I can't remember. I know oh, that, that. You might be right. Uh, Fuck, man. Yeah, I fucked that up. Anyways, uh, yeah, tell, tell people who you are, what you're about, and where to find your content. So I actually just rebranded. Um, long story, but I'll just keep it short here. Uh, you can find me now at uh, uh, Stadia Dispatch. That's my new handle, formerly CFSM Media. Um, Basically, just do interviews. I have my censorship report, or the censorship report podcast, um, which I do from time to time. Gio's been uh, giving me crap that hey, you get back into it, man. You get it back into it. So here I am tonight. Um, and yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter. You know, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Me, me, and uh, Spencer, we met. At uh, Nick Ricada's event, he was actually doing. Uh, he was filming for Nick Ricada's event, and uh, you know, recording content. That's when we met. We became good friends because uh, I was like, "Hey, he's a he's a nerd. He's like into tech shit, and I'm into tech shit." So uh, we yeah. hung out, we drank all night, and uh, yeah, dude, we've been like playing video games and stuff ever since. And uh, your friends have been cool, and I appreciate you joining me, hanging out tonight. Yeah. And uh, you, we're gonna we're gonna leave off with this last tweet here from Scott Adams, who is hilarious. Uh, People always ask, you know, uh, even uh, Zelensky, who's not authentically Ukrainian, he's like, he's very welcome to, he's saying Trump is very welcome to come here, but I think he cannot end the war in 24 hours without giving our land to Putin. Scott Adams lays it out clearly how easy it would be to make a deal with uh, Vladimir Putin, who's great, um, and, and prevent further bloodshed. So here's how Scott Adams lays it out. How Trump could end the war in 24 hours. He goes, uh, Zelensky says, I will not give up one inch of our land. Trump says, America isn't paying for that. I'll cut military support to zero. You'll be dead in a week. Zelensky, how much do you need? Is 20% good? Trump on the phone, Vladimir, I have a deal for you, but you're going to need to give me a few things. Everyone wins. Easy. Simple. Uh, all these yep. cocks just don't have a, they don't have an imagination, but President well, Trump can make it happen. I genuinely believe that. Here's what they're going to spin. I'm going to interject here. They're going to say, oh, oh, look, Biden is now the peace dealer. He's bringing peace in Ukraine, so vote for him in the next election. But didn't he just start a war in Israel? Dude, that's true. And they are going to do that. Like like I mentioned earlier, he wants a war because it enriches his family. However, the prestige matters a lot more to the Biden crime family than anything else because Biden always wanted to be president. He wanted he's failed to be president like two or three times before the bullshit election of 2020. And uh, and if he's able to broker a ceasefire in Israel, if he's able to broker or even vaguely be loosely tied to peace in Ukraine and the Russia conflict, it'll be a massive win for him. Will it happen? Who knows? I don't think he's got the leverage. I don't think he's got the political clout. The regime will run cover for him, but um, I just don't see him being able to pull it off. And if it does happen, I'm sure they'll they'll try to take credit anyways. So it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, but um, we'll just see. 
We'll see. So yeah, we had a long show. We had a we had a good time. We talked about the off season election. We talked about Gen Z kids being uh, sick of all the degeneracy shut in their face, and uh, I give you guys my honest thoughts, man. And of course, I was joined here by the Stadia Dispatch, my good friend Spencer. And uh, uh, Spencer, do you have any uh, parting words for the, all the viewers on Rumble and on Twitch and YouTube and all those other platforms? I was saying, holy crap, man. We went from, oh, this is going to be a short stream. We're almost at three hours. I know. Yeah, dude. Uh, way too long. I know, dude. Way too long. And I know you were, you were tired. We, we both work. So, uh, yeah, man. Everybody, yeah. thank you guys for joining. I apologize for being late and dumb. I'm not going to say the G word. Um, not going to happen again. I fixed my problems. Shouldn't happen. We had zero drop frames. It was a, it was a successful show. Everybody, yep. good night. Hopefully you have a wonderful evening and a wonderful week. And I, I, I appreciate everybody joining me and hanging out with me. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy some of the videos I make with my puppet pals. Peace out. See you guys. And we are done streaming. And we are done.